0: All right, welcome to the latest Concert to Console surprise. We got an episode here that I didn't know I was going to have an episode this week. Originally, I we was supposed to be out of town, but I'm not. I'm here. And I'm here with Adam from Evening the Score and Active Psychic violence. Actual Psychic Actual violence. violence. I, I, I'm, right. I, I did play that show with them, but yeah, not, uh, I'm not part of oh, okay. band. in a band. And we're kind of them. a collaboration, so you can also check out his show, uh, A Guy, A Cart, and a Podcast. Yes! That one I did get. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll find that on that stream was it pod is it youtube is it it's on youtube iTunes, and it'll be on itunes and spotify so-
1: and all that shit like not this next monday but the one after that probably like end of the month monday okay yeah. so yeah and we're
0: gonna play some twisted metal i went the route we're gonna use the playstation classic it's easier to run through hd and i didn't have to worry about if the disc would actually read because my playstation running cinematics i noticed isn't always the friendliest <laughs> So we're gonna first we're gonna jump into the two-player and see if this works out because oh, it's been a while since I think we're just gonna select levels and fight it out yeah, or we can take turns and play through the the story mode as he just learned there is a story in twisted metal <laughs> apparently of yeah I don't I, I don't uh... <laughs> this that is outlaw was trying to say sorry this is pre podcast <laughs> pre podcast discussion i was trying to remember. The whole thing about Twisted Metal. It's one of my favorite PlayStation classics.
1: <laughs> I remember it being so fun, but that was, you know, 20 years ago. Like, everything, just technology.
0: I always loved being Mr. Grimm, even though he has, like, the weakest defense in the world.
1: Oh, shit. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, On the short I'm going loop. Top. We're
0: going. What um, have we gotten? In... Oh, yeah, we can choose. All right. Oh, shit. Does this... Let's see. Wow. These are yeah, let's like go to the rooftop.
1: Worlds too, huh? oh, man. It's been a while.
0: Here's our controls, if you Hello. need to see it.
1: I do. Okay, so we got gas, turbo, reverse, tight turn. All the guns are up top. Oh, so gas and reverse. Oh, okay. So I can just use either the oh, yeah. frontward, backward, or... Okay. All right.
0: Tight Thanks turn, nice. fire up, and gas. I can't control. Go- I'm going to control for I don't know if you can... Can you control that? Yes. Okay, so you can change your controls if you don't like the defaults. Uh, no, I'm good with them. Okay.
1: Yeah. Fine. All right. So and let's I, try. I, it. You know, this, we're see how how good this whole thing goes. Really, how do I don't
0: know. Yeah, being a Nintendo oh, fanboy shit. when this launched, <laughs> this is one of those franchises oh. that I was like, we don't have on the N64.
1: <laughs> this is so great. Uh-oh. But I think it's just... Not, okay, oh. I just fell off a building? All right. This so is really... And that's how I win. I just drive around. Real bad start. And he start. falls off. I... Oh, okay. So this isn't one of those you repopulate. No, like, we do. Uh...
0: But the way they did it. Oh, okay. So, like, so there.
1: I, my... Why are you...
0: Firing at you because that's the goal of the game?
1: Oh, this, so this toggles. Okay, so then I need to... That's all I'll let you figure it. out controls. Okay. I'm going to go get power-ups. Uh, so... <laughs>
0: and what run, uh, and drive right. off a I building myself. I got this, I got this.
1: I'm all, oh, now I just I to figure out the control. I'm going places now. I won one!
0: Yes. <laughs> I, really, I, did, I didn't use the ramp correctly. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh,
1: don't, don't.
0: There do is a hierarchy of this that certain buildings are supposed to go the other direction into. Oh. So that ramp's designed for landing, not for So is the launching. whole
1: purpose for us to kill each other? Or is yes. there like stuff that I can find and...
0: whole purpose is a kill. So oh, okay. we might go into story mode and alternate here. <laughs> I
1: guess we might have to. <laughs> cause, cause I'm just gonna run away afraid of you cause I'm not
0: uh... You could break through I'm this I remember.
1: i not to remember.
0: I don't remember. Or I thought it was this one. You can break through and there's secrets. See, I'm looking around like an idiot. I'm
1: not, uh... I need to just find you and start shooting. Well, I just used all my power-ups. Where's the ramp that took me up to the rooftop where I... Oh, hang on. I see you. I see you! And... Alright, back it up. Oh, dang. There you are. I saw you again. I saw you again. Oh, wow. You're, like, shooting (laughs) missiles at me. What's this crap about? You you have them, too. I do, I do, I do. do. Yeah, I need
0: to. Alright, let's get into... This, the interviewing part, too, though. I'm ready, uh, I'm ready. Oh, so, wait, so evening the
1: score, how, how old is that band? I'm... Super good question. Um, by uh, music release, it's 2011, so I guess it's like eight-some-odd years old. Um, but by me coming up with that band name, I came up with that when I was like 17. Was back when I was
0: first writing music. Was it so. just the solo thing all the time, or did you have a? I I mean, the idea again? was
1: for it to eventually be like a full rock band when I was 17, back before I knew that musicians are all like really, really pretentious and, <laughs> and musicians don't like taking back seats and they don't like being a part of other people's stuff, so what ended up happening is I was writing oh, music and I had, I wanted to like, did you follow up? Going? You this? Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to, to like, like make a band, but I ended up getting, like signing on to other people's projects and started playing like bass and guitar and other people's shit, so it really just started off as me being in other people's bands, and then it was that way for a decade. I just never did my own thing. I was always writing music in the background, but it was me playing for like Already Lost or Curbside High or The
0: Heartless
1: or uh, Two Dimes or
0: Wait, um, you were in Two Dimes. I mean, with when I
1: say I was associated with them, uh, I did play several shows with them and I went on tour with the them once. Is like Johnny. their equipment manager kind of thing, but oh, okay. I wouldn't say that I was in the. Ba- Actually, fun fact: if you listen to a Guy Carter podcast, the intro song of a Guy Carter podcast is an unreleased Two Dimes track.
0: So, I thought they were trying, God, who told me that there was some stuff they were trying to post up? They like, actually
1: finally did. Uh, Brandon, the, the guitar player, got in touch with me because he heard that fucking song and he's like, dude, you have those tracks? I'm like, fuck yeah, I have those <laughs> tracks, I'm a nerd, bro. So he got them from me and put them on YouTube. Now you can YouTube two times, I think they call it ASDF, it's the album that never got fucking released, it's out there now, so. Everyone you know, that's watching this, go fucking listen to it, it's not just one of the best punk rock albums you'll ever hear, but definitely one of the best ones that ever came out of Arizona. It's yes, so, like, lag wagon, no effects, like, such a great fucking album. They were one of
0: my favorite locals when I first started listening to music around Phoenix. Back in God. And the funny thing <laughs> like, is, like, man. I don't,
1: I haven't heard from Graham in forever. Like, he's Brad, I know down. where he's at, Brandon's out, like, driving truck and shit, but... Graham has settled down, I know that. because yes. he,
0: he was a Neato when they started... I guess John was too for a yep. bit, but now John I don't know Wong. what the fuck he's doing. He, Good. I feel like he settled down too. Like he married. He did, bucket. but John is at least a little more active on social media. Yeah, <laughs> so I know he's. Yeah, like, Graham's like gone. Yeah, he disappeared. Gone.
1: As part of the reason why Graham <laughs> asked me for all the fucking tracks because Graham <laughs> they can't reach talk them. to anybody anymore. So yep. oh, I forgot with this game, like your car takes damage and just starts turning into a hunk of shit. Yes, oh, that's Lord. the
0: real reason I'm Mister Graham. You can't tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was uh, I was probably one of their last shows. Actually, I think one of their last shows was the Battle of the Bands that they did not win. Surprise, surprise. But <laughs> um, and not because they're talent, just because Battle of the Bands are fucked in the sense of like you know he who yeah. sells the most tickets wins the Battle of the Bands because of the isn't how that should work. But they played a song that they really hadn't played ever live, but it's one of the last tracks off of their first album, Life Goes On. It's called. Um, Oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. But the the idea of the song is basically, um, you know, if there's one thing that I know, it's This Won't Ruin Our Next Show. It's about the fact that they did a battle of the bands early in their bandhood, and they. It was one of those. It was back when the Edge used to, like, um, play. Lo- like the, what was it, the local frequency that the Edge used local to do and they would play like then, local bands and, and go punk yourself, or they, go punk yourself. They, the for Scott some punk reason, they, I think the Edge put on the Battle of the Band so they were announcing the winners of it so like Two Dimes was all together at like Andy's house or some shit um, at like midnight waiting for the fucking uh, announcement and it came and it wasn't them and they were so fucking bummed out and they wrote this song that was like this isn't gonna break us, it's a great fucking song, and they played it at that Battle of the Bands that they lost. It was like their last fucking show, and I'm like standing front row, just bawling, like just crying. And it's like, so great this is happening. But yeah, then they just fucking, you know, all got back their I lives.
0: Uh, I think one of my favorite tracks of theirs was Gwen. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs>
1: And it's, it's great, too, not just because it's this really fun song that Graham wrote about being in love with Gwen Stefani, but in the middle of the song, the <laughs> band breaks into Sunday morning, yeah. just out of nowhere, so
0: it's such a great, like, reference piece in music. Oh. So the last time I saw them was 2004, I think it was at Edgefest. That makes sense. And they were on the local stage, and that's also where I first met... I think I was I there,
1: and I think we played that fresh off of going to St. Louis to open for Goldfinger. Like, we really? just Holy got God. back from that tour spot and bumped right into Edge Fest. So was, we were, like, wasted from the road. But that was the first time
0: Robin Nash, also, from the Edge. Oh, man. Who never remembers my name, but it, <laughs> who remembers my face. Don't take that, <laughs> don't take that hard. She's oh, really... no, no, it's even better. The last time I saw her, she was like, no, don't even tell me your name. I should know your name. I'm going to... Is it... Yeah. I only met her once, and it was
1: one of those weird moments, like, I think it was actually just before we went on that St. Louis tour, like, it was her birthday, and we all went down and hung out with her in some bar or some shit, and, like, I don't think I'd ever seen her, so, first of all, seeing her was a trip, but then they they introduced her, like, hey, this is their buddy Adam, she's like, hi, Adam, and hearing my name come out of a voice that, like, is in my heart because of the radio fucked my shit up, man, it's like, whoa,
0: and she's, like, super cute yes. and
1: really, really cool, and... And and that's also, I guess she's like, didn't she work for... I met Graham for the first time that time, too. He had
0: hair to here, he had flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when I ran into him when he was playing with Nito when they just started, it was like short hair, and I'm like, you don't look like what I remember. <laughs>
1: he really has gone through some phases. And I mean, nothing against Andy. Like, I love Andy as... as Andy as, Higgins. Yeah, just like a... A tremendous human being. Uh, t- uh, some 0.9%. of my favorite, like, Neato songs were the ones that Graham wrote. Like, Graham has this songwriting uh, voice uh-huh. that for some reason just grabs me. Like, his lyrical uh, prowess and his melodic... Like, he's
0: just fucking outstanding. Well, so. when I found them, I was like, oh, this is like a superstar bit of, like, bands I listened to when I was in high school. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Originally. Yeah. Because Andy from Point Nine percent Johnny... From October, yes, Johnny from Two Dives and that's so Grant. great
1: that you know Johnny that far back. Like I didn't, I I knew um, what's the singer of October's name? I can't think of his fucking name. I knew him because we, we were in the same training class at University of Phoenix online. <laughs> so like I met him there, and then I went to a show. I think Chris Wagner might have still been playing bass for him at the time, but I saw them play, and it was you know just cool. He's like social. Yeah, decanter, I was at the Art, So I was
0: at the Art Institute doing a game design degree. But a friend of mine in the video program was like, "I'm gonna go shoot video for this album, of this band called October's release show." My Minderbinders, binders, we're we gonna go. I'm like, "All right." And that's the first time I saw October, and it was like the second or third time I saw Point Nine Percent. I feel like October I also was... hit my head on the concrete. That hurt.
1: <laughs> They're one of those bands that like I I was only kind of like half into their sound, but just gonna... I just loved their presence. Like, they were a really good, fun rock band to watch yes. live, but I don't know, yeah, just the, the sound wasn't 100% doing it for me. And then, yeah, Johnny, I think, jumped right from them into the Heartless, if I if I know And then, my... like,
0: it was, um... oh, God, Red, White, and Bruised, what's that, that's, uh, uh, who's that local band? Well, I can't remember their name right now. They it did the song cool. Red, White, and Bruised. Uh, I don't know. and I just ran into uh, <laughs> one of them, like it was even funnier, his, his friend, uh, was it Lisa Bush, was like introducing me, and he's like, he probably doesn't know any of my songs, and I mentioned it, and he's like, oh sure, you do know my songs, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't go out as frequently as I do now, but yeah. I was listening to local <laughs> bands way back.
1: <laughs> I feel like, I mean, if I wasn't in a local band, I don't think I would have been able to listen to as much local music Because I did not a lot of them had, like, CDs and well, MySpace was, and, like, you know, band camp and shit it was just so, The internet yeah, was so fucking That's weird. why I
0: would go to, uh, was it, Eastside's at Mill University But I was a Westsider, I graduated from <laughs> Thunderbird So first I got my driver's license and I was like, alright, well I can't always drive to Tempe from over here that cost money on for gas, which yeah. back then, now I'm like, I wish it cost that much. I like a buck fifty a gallon, right? Like, yeah. look at my weird. high school yearbook and see ninety nine cents. You're like, when the fuck? What the hell happened?
1: <laughs> George Bush, come on, that's what yes. happened. We all
0: know it. But
1: oil tycoons running. The yeah, so then I would
0: and Zia, I would regular Zia look their local section. And it was Craven. Do they still have a local section? They, a, at least the Thunderbird one still does. I haven't looked oh at the shit. middle one. Craven. You were with him the other night at fucking, um, <laughs> at the, the Pug Rock show. It and like He's one of those
1: guys that like I know him by sight, but for some reason I can't get him and Gadger like, oh, separated God. in my brain. And I'm like, Gadger, right? And he's like, no, Craven. Never. And I'm like, fuck! This is your moment to like feel cool. <laughs> You're just an asshole.
0: Yes. Raven gave me my first nickname, Homemade Shaker Joe. That's how I have a Facebook page. It wasn't even for every show channel. <laughs> I got peer pressure because people are just like, no, you should just create one. I'm like, why would I create another page? I have to manage it. Why the fuck? I... I already have to manage my own Facebook. Why the fuck do I want to spend more time? And then I did it. I'm like, there, you guys can shut up now. And it was named after Homemade Shaker Joe. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, can shit. Can you
1: explain that name?
0: Yes, I can explain that name. Right? Right. <laughs> so, when KUKQ launched after the Edge slash XFM changed formats and mm-hmm. fired everyone, like Craven, uh, Craven started doing an open mic called Woodbanger's Ball, which I also went that, with yeah. his, I think it was weekday afternoon show on KUQQ, where he'd do acoustic covers. So it had to be acoustic, but you can get him to play acoustic punk and stuff in the morning. So that actually kind of was my morning when I was working my other job. He's just, like, requesting. it's <laughs> <laughs> so rad. Uh, and then you do this godfuck snack lunch. But, yeah, so then one of the shows, I think it was Todd Libby? What was it? Oh. One of the bands that was playing the open mic like, Joe, get up here, and you can actually play with us. Oh, God. I, I forget what you play. No, well, it was percussion. Oh, okay. Like, and, and then Craven called him out. He's like, you don't actually have that, Joe. I'll just go <laughs> buy you <a> beer. <laughs> and then... Uh, Victoria Cruz, and she's like, no, 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 wait, 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 which some people might know the name, she's kind of also pulled out a little bit and become more uh, homebody, but she was like, no, 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 and yelled at Travis uh, Stevens, who's bartending and managing Pub Rock at the time. I was like, Tra- Travis, do you have an empty beer can? Gave her a PBR can. She ran out front, took gravel from Pub Rock, put it in there. <laughs> Travis took stage tape, put it over the top of the thing. And it was a shaker. It was a homemade shaker <laughs> out of a PBR can, and you can see it in the corner behind me. On every show, Joe says go. I made sure to at least keep it around. <laughs> but yeah, so then we use that, uses a shaker, we add stuff the rest of the night, and I made nothing of it. And Craven's like, I better move to see that I made her home safe. I'm like, okay. So then I got home, took a picture of it, posted it to Facebook, tagged Craven. And all right, <laughs> see, it made it home safe. Forgot about it. The Monday before, I think it was Monday before Woodbangers, they're like, you're bringing it, right? I'm like, oh, I still have it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. It's stable now. And then yeah, good. I just started bringing it every week to Woodbangers Ball and then he started calling me Homemade Shaker Joe.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, so
0: that was my first ever nickname and Craven gave it to me. I mean, <laughs> nickname other people gave me. Let's put that. <laughs> so you mentioned
1: that you were in school for game design, but obviously you're huge into music as well, like, was there ever a time that you were thinking like music, performance, or otherwise, was gonna no. be your thing, no?
0: Just a, no, a hardcore No, I just liked man? it. I just liked watching it and moshing to it. And especially my time at GameStop, and one of my, was it Assistant Manager, Third Key? No, Assistant Manager, she was like, you mosh? Because you couldn't tell. <laughs> Like dressed up, especially when they had the polos and their normal dress code. Yeah. And like, you're so calm and stuff. And then she's like, I think that's an outlet for you. Like to release all your stress, go to these punk shows and just move around and mosh and yeah. Run into people. Yeah. Like I always just had fun at shows and enjoyed the music.
1: Which is funny, because you and me stand in front row at the Idiot King show. There was at least five times that they were trying to pull us into a pit, and I know I wasn't in the mood for it, and you <laughs> seem to be kind of avoiding it too. Are you kind of over that now, or do you still like get in sometimes?
0: what I want to do. It's also... I'm somewhat goal-oriented, so I'll be like, all right, I need to get my good phone picture, and I need to get this before yeah. I'm going to relax and just whatever. Let's have fun. Like, last night, I ended up in the pit for Asswipe Swipe Junkies, and... Skull drug. But it was after, I was like, all right, I got, I got a good picture, I'm comfortable, let's just fucking have fun now. And alcohol. Alcohol had a roll in it. Which begs the question, I mean, <laughs>
1: obviously you're a, a really um, intense music fan, and, and you do really great work. I mean, on behalf of the music, uh, the local music scene, you do great work for like what, what we're all doing. But, um,
0: oh, what was my phone? Where was I headed with that? We're, we're gonna go to something else. I'm like, we're running in circles. Yeah, we are running in circles <laughs> after
1: each other. Um,
0: Let's. I'm gonna play some single. I, play. Oh,
1: Let's, it comes back to like, I guess maybe like the stress. Of, because having a podcast is fun. I enjoy having my podcast. Yes. However, there is some a point you get to where you're kind of like, this is real fucking effort to like produce this thing and to keep it like you know packed each week and shit like that. Have you gotten to a point with what you do where you're... Where you get, like, a little over it? Like, kind of having your own mental checklist every time you go to a show? And it's like you... There's a point where you can enjoy it, but that that point's probably, I don't know, an hour into the show <laughs> or some shit after you've
0: finally, like, gotten yeah, some does, content man. and sort of... So... Actually, that goes into... Everything's peer pressure. That's how I all. all... <laughs> no, everything... It, I'm starting to believe it's just the will of the universe, uh-huh. being like, no, this is obviously what you need to do. I'm like, okay, enjoy it. But uh, like two and a half years ago, I got a real camera, and this is where I can really relate to bands that are just like, I'm, I don't give a shit about my draw. I just want to keep playing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, I kept bringing the camera to everything, uh-huh. and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, already a month behind. Ah, I'll catch up. I'll catch up. <laughs> and I kept taking it, and then it was like five months behind. Where I finally was like, I can't take pictures, at, at least with my real camera, at every show. Yeah. It takes too much time to process it. Yeah. And so then I established my like four show rule, kind of a three show rule, where the pile can be four and that's it. So now I don't bring it anymore. So I can actually enjoy it. Yeah. I'm also dying again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was where I realized because. This all started as a stress relief. Like, this was my, this still is my happy place, but when I made it into a job every time, I was like, fuck, I'm tired and we're exhausted and a little, ah. So then, by removing the camera part of it, even with a phone, it's not too bad, then I was like, okay, I'm having fun and relaxing. Yeah. Also, I'm so, it's uh, reverse. <laughs> I forgot what I said to reverse. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this whole back end of it—the whole consoles, the concerts thing—like, I, I haven't watched a ton of them, but I, I get the impression like you—you don't get as many guests as you would like, band-wise. I've been here to just sort of like play video games and and talk about shit. Uh, is that band, accurate, or you do a pretty pretty good job with the who you want to have in here, kind of shit? So far,
0: uh, we've only had let's see two fall through at the moment, and one of them is actually another local podcast we're still it's more job work related and schedule related but just like first I did do a podcast and then he ended up accidentally deleting it with a couple others and then trying to reschedule was like and we have yet to but then I was like cool we'll bring you on he had his new project and then his work schedule changed and then it was like
2: crap when you
0: say he deleted it, was that
1: accidental? Yeah, or was he was, because was cleaning
0: up he, his files. Like he, oh, he deleted like even like he had an interview with Psycho Steve. He had like all this stuff and oh, that, shit. they weren't posted yet, and he actually deleted. I think a folder that just happened. Uh, he thought was not. I've had two
1: <laughs> like episode gone things. One was like I still have the episode, but. After she listened to it, she was like, no, I don't want that shit out there. So it never got published. And the other was I was talking to an actor in L.A. It was a high-profile interview for me. And the fucking app that I was using just didn't record. We had like an hour and a half conversation. It was yeah. so much fun. It was great. I had to text him afterwards. I'm like, dude, I'm so <laughs> sorry. It went away. Can we redo it? He's been really sweet. And I just haven't like gotten back in touch with him because... I want to try to put some There's time between our last conversation and and the next one because I'm hoping it'll feel fresher than us just like trying to have the same conversation again. But it was a, it was a bummer for me to to lose that. But no,
0: most people. It's been a mix of bands that I've approached because this came out of like three and a half hours of sleep listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the idea dawned on me when uh, Harper from Harper and the was on, Getting Stoked, uh-huh. and uh, Matt was talking about, he's like, I want to put together like a local podcast network and stuff, I'm like, you know, I have this idea. Will it work? I don't know. But then I'm like, and Harper's on it, and I'm like, and I've been trying to get together with Harper and play video games for a little bit, what if I made it where I schedule them and they come over and they have to be there? <laughs> And so I put it out there on a Facebook post and passed out after I got off work and then woke up. First stressed out, I'm like, oh, fuck, what did I just get myself into? And then, like, <laughs> once I woke up a little more and thought, I'm like, no, this is a good idea. We should go with it. <laughs> it is. But I was just, like, at first freaked myself out what I did while half asleep at work. <laughs> I'm like, I publicly put it out there. Crap. Which is the most, like, way back when I
1: first... Uh, I actually might have been worried about the Mac when I was getting ready to um, edit the documentary. I made, like, this just ghetto teaser trailer for it. Yeah. And I put, like, coming summer of 2019 specifically because I'm like, if that's on there, I'm going to have to get this yeah. thing out by, like, <laughs> August or September. I'm going to make myself do it. Oh, I'm dead again. <laughs> so it's fun to kind of put yourself out there and and uh, So and, that's and how this came to, about. And, like, sport. Harper,
0: Maddie from Creepsville... Like, initially, Brandon from American Standards. Initially, it was a bunch of people that I already do, like, video games that we talked about, just getting together to play video games. And I'm like, no, let's get them on this show. I love their band. Let's, they're part of the reason this show even exists. Uh, and there's still been a few that escape my brain. And then I remember, like, oh, shit, that's right. They should be on this show. And I forgot about them. And I'm sorry. Well, I don't tell them. I'm sorry. I just ask them. And see. <laughs> but there's people that cross my brain, and then I just it escapes an ethereal of everything going on.
1: <laughs> I feel like one of the most beautiful parts about a show like this is, I feel like gaming culture can be so like solitary and isolated, that like you're yes. just in a dark room somewhere just playing <laughs> games for hours and hours. This sort of like takes that experience and makes it a little more social, makes it a little more sociable, and that's, I, I don't know, I think important just to like the psyche of a gamer, I think they need to well, and and I, I wanted, guess headsets and shit like that have like made it more you're talking to each other and that's a thing And I wanted a
0: bigger outlet to just talk video games again, I was like, hey, I don't usually talk that a lot and I know, well, you heard earlier, I know a lot about you know, Yeah, we're like talking about like the Japanese fucking
1: imports and the difference in I know about the issues with this PlayStation Classic
0: <laughs> I know, I know the history of just the metal David Jaffe and they made them in uh, the, single, the singularity made this one and the second one and they were sold to Infogrames and then they made, I think it was before 8. they made another car combat game but Sony owned the rights to Swiss Metal so Sony kept going with 989 uh-huh. which are not as critically reviewed and I personally am not a big fan of them but the people that made it left Single. single no single track uh-huh. I think it's something like that uh, they left informed incognito studios and then they made twist metal small brawl and, and the darkest ever twist metal twist metal black like the intro story for Mr. Grimm is fucking him in a cell with his military buddy who ends up dying he ends up eating him and using his skull as a helmet and enters this contest for Calypso and you're like, holy fuck, this, this this whole series is darker than I even gave it credit to. <laughs>
1: Which begs the question, you went to school for this. Yes. Where, where did that go after school was over? Nowhere. On purpose? You just were like, no. ah, I don't think I like the direction this degree it, was taking me anyway. I don't
0: want... I have an opinion on pay-for-profit schools now, but oh, I went to the art institute... Because I was like, I'm a big video game. I want to make video games. Yeah. But I'm more logic. Like, my day job is computer programmer. OK. I so never... you do
1: do some, at least in the in the spectrum. And it's still, it's still a goal. In the sport. Maybe not in the arena, but in the sport. <laughs> and it's okay. still a
0: goal. Let's just jump into something else. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Let's in, let's include you again. All right. Plus, I'm getting nowhere on that. <laughs> I, I feel like when you invited me to do
1: this, I'm like, it's a great idea. Hashtag I'm a shitty gamer. Like, I can't. I really don't game Let's go to Destruction but,
0: Derby. This will be more fun.
1: But I love that we're going to try this. Oh, shit. And this is one of those
0: that runs at 50 hertz. Okay. Ugh. Because Sony, whatever reason.
1: It's also so fun that, like, there's, like, a, a producer in the room, like, of all the times. I've, you know, I've just been running my own ghetto, He's... like, podcast for this year and a <laughs> half, two years. It's so fun to be in, like, a professionally produced situation where, like, there's a... There's <laughs> right there, it's like making this shit happen. Well, and if you when to, I listen to podcasts, like usually the producer will oh, like, you know, and he's welcome to chime in. If like, it's just awesome. I'm like, but, this is how it should be. How do I get my show to do this? And then I remember that I my show's in a car, so no, that's not how that works. You're not Jerry Seinfeld. Get up that's the
0: producers it. of this show. <laughs> See if they're willing to work with you.
1: Uh, <laughs> you can find a sponsor to pay for your salary. You, sir, are welcome to produce my show.
0: Yes. Um, if you look at, what was it, the first 10, 15 episodes they were out of my apartment. I was doing yeah. everything. I even had it set up where I moved the second monitor, rotated it, had my wireless cute mouse. Uh-huh. Like, ran it all from the side. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, then Shane hit me up from here, from S.E.R., I was like, oh, he came to you. you? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That. Awesome. <laughs> and that's I'm so super bad. grateful for it. But it was just like, wait, that's weird. Why Who? Huh? Well, I, I'm not that important to hit up for it. <laughs> but um, then I'm like, I should go with this. This is a good idea. Yeah. And it's been a wonderful thing to have a place... And, and it just keeps my privacy, because I was like, it is weird that I keep giving people my apartment address, and yeah. more people I give my address out, uh-huh. should I be worried, or should I be okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to start seeing all the stuff I own, yeah. and they're going to know how to get there. <laughs> no, everyone I had over, I trusted. I say that now, but... I wonder I sometimes, <laughs> with like
1: my weekly gigs at Gotham Comics, where I just do acoustic shit for a few hours, I wonder if somebody that's got a beef with me is ever going to come by and just, like, start shit, or try to, like... Get in a fight with me or something, because it's where I am. Like every Saturday night, you can't can't miss it. But except for tonight. I'll what am I it. doing
0: wrong? Uh All right, X. X. <laughs> now
1: racing games are my thing. This I like, I can Mario Kart all fucking day long. So I'm let's all just like, do a wrecking cool race and see what doing happens. Doing this shit. You just see this. Multiplayer. You found Twisted Metal in this game. You're like, let's let's <laughs> break some shit. Wait, we have to enter our names.
0: Right. Um th- th- but yeah, so about about privacy, back... right? I don't know yeah. to do this. But also on the <laughs> my name's in the title, so it's <laughs> right. There we go. That's
1: a good point. Like <laughs> I, 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 I was just... Yeah,
0: if you wonder, you can put ass or whatever. No, know. I just I'm not. It's not moving. I think you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can put Adam. <laughs> uh,
1: I guess that's one of the funny things about my show. It's like it's called a guy a card a podcast, so there's there's some degree
0: of anonymity to it. But in the description, it says Adam Laylock
1: Really Podcast, yeah, so like I'm I'm definitely
0: right. there. <laughs> Why does it look like it went backwards again?
1: Your console hates you, dude.
0: It hates you right <laughs> to your face. We put names in, so there's that. <laughs> I did what you
1: asked. Take me to the game. All
0: right, it has my name, so I think it's. Oh, it's just a. Yeah. Let's just go with whatever time. says smoothie in it.
1: There we
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Now can, I you, to... can you? I don't know. It's not what... It's still me. Oh wait. But... Oh up and down. Up and down. Yeah. So, yeah no, that's, that's still me. Okay. Yeah. You can be the Grim Reaper. Okay. Is <laughs> <it> gonna... <laughs> I hope it lets you play. It said multiplayer. <laughs> oh good, we're back. <laughs> What's going on? Is this,
1: is this? Assuming that like hardcore gamers watch you do this shit, is this one of those moments you get stressed because you think there are people on the other side of the screen just screaming at you what you need to do? And you're just My like, mind
0: is screaming at me going, what am I doing wrong here? Oh, Lord. I should know this. Yeah. Oh, there's a go. That's no right. bad, no, no bad. It's, maybe it's the go at <laughs> the bottom of the fucking screen. Let's see um, if you have a controller now. <laughs> so, so it's got my name. Okay. And yeah. just my name. I
1: did. That was all. That was all, game. We're us. gonna find out if <laughs> We're there's We're right of what's happening. So but you, yeah. what kind of programming do you do?
0: um Right now, C sharp, .net, DB. You're not crazy, are you? Wait. Wait, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll yeah. figure this That's out right again. Man,
1: this is really. So cool. you already started using terms that. Uh, Mildly over my head in the sense that I, yeah, I don't know. Go, go ahead, continue. This is a
0: really long way just to exit a race. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in my in the other thing I kind of grew comfortable with it anyways. Back end of high school through college and past, I wrote for small video game websites. And I'm like, my name's already public publicly out there. If I whatever. So I've kind of gotten comfortable with it. I mean, it. and you
1: got one of those bitching names ever. Like when I saw that your name is like Joe Mayer, I was just like, "You mean like the other guy?" Because I I can't I can't not <laughs> with a John. Yeah. Get like all
0: and a Y seven I.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still, it's like even just saying it, there's like a chocolatey ness to the, that, that, that name that I, I feel like is really has, has got to be benefiting you. So you said you what what kind of programming do you do? Walk me through. I'm ready.
0: Do I just set all these to two players? Is that what's going on? I hate this. I hate this. This is. <laughs> this is probably a better single player game. <laughs> because I. I'm uh, just gonna keep entering names, aren't I? All, all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that. I've always been involved with video game stuff, writing about it. And those writings are horrible. But regardless, you can, you can find, find them more. on the Internet Archive. Oh, they're wordy, they're. repetitive.
1: Wordy, you, like, pretentious, like you're using, no, like, just bigger like, words than you need to, or? No,
0: I just, I like to go into, like, so much detail, and it was, it's like, all the details not always needed. Like, it's like every aspect meeting. of their it's graphics. It's like, like an editorial. Uh, so we did start her. Do I just set? Yeah, this is really interesting. It seems silly, right? It's, <laughs> it, it seems like it's I'm just going to keep entering names and... Um, <laughs>
1: So for beautiful. every option uh-huh.
0: this is the most entertaining part of the show <laughs> if you weren't sure our names yeah, I'm putting it in front of you guys so was um, was and, moving
1: from school into a job like
0: all right, so a happy
1: thing or do you, did you find yourself sort of
0: because
1: <laughs> you mentioned like you, you had issues with the, the so school itself so what like... was and I still
0: learned something but first off uh-huh they didn't give a shit about my skill at all as an artist oh and I'd never really put paper to pencil and drawn anything okay my sister was really the artistic person in my family got it I just wanted to make video games and I had learned some visual basic in high school and self taught myself HTML and I'm like okay I can probably do this and I don't even we're gonna probably jump into another game okay. uh, but we'll see what happens here <laughs> So, went into the thing, like, it didn't even click until my last semester, second to last semester to life drawing. Like, I had no idea of, like, what are they fucking telling me about the shapes and learning the muscles, and uh-huh. suddenly it clicked, and I'm like, fuck, now I wish I had all these other classes to go back through. Oh. So, there was that. There was, they did help me also, like, Photoshop, of, um, I forgot what Adobe's movie suite is. Pro... But I, don't I worked with that in there. I worked with Unreal Engine. We actually built a mod on Unreal Engine with a team. But I didn't learn the right <laughs> as much as I should have. It <laughs> took takeaway. It was funny though. I get to the programming uh-huh. class and you see it on display. So they always say pro, artists are like not logical. And they like, uh-huh. and then we're, we're doing Visual Basic, and I'm like, what are you guys freaking out about? Like people started just like this is so confusing. This I'm like. This is, like, the most basic programming language. What are you talking about? (laughs) Look, I can make colors flicker and give people seizures. (laughs) What are you complaining about? And that was, like, the first realization. I'm like, I'm not like you guys. I'm more logic and programming and less artistic. (laughs) But, yeah, so but I still did okay. I passed my classes. I put together a decent portfolio. The idea would be more do, like, I think that's everyone. I can be a designer, I can be a game designer, level designer, but yeah. So spent six months-ish, they even have a counselor that helps you try to find a job, but the only thing that, first off, because of my portfolio, it's not a degree-based field, it's the first thing that I learned. So even though I had the piece of paper, it comes down to your portfolio. So second of all, I'm competing with all those amazing artists including ones that either left their job, got fired, or graduated from my school, or from another school. Wow. (laughs) So, that put me a low man, even lower man in the totem pole, so I'm starting to apply to QA positions. And no company really wants to pay to move someone to just do quality assurance. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of people applying locally. Mm (laughs) <laughs> they don't need you from Phoenix to pay for your higher cost of living in L.A. Yeah, for sure. And Rainbow Studios was the one main one out of Phoenix at the time. And they had already kind of filled up his sets where everyone went after yeah. the Art Institute. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, I need an income. So I went and started doing a job selling eBay, selling parts on eBay for a company locally. And then they put me down as I, I had a job. They didn't even, so they stopped opening. me. I'm like I needed the income I didn't this wasn't like I got my job related my degree like five or six months later my manager there's like hey, so your school emailed me they want me to review your how you're doing but I'm not gonna do it because this isn't even related I'm like I know that's weird like they just stopped helping me they consider me part of the people that they found jobs with from the degree that sucks And I'm like I'm managing eBay stuff for a <laughs> yeah bullshit so that's where I started having a distaste for yeah because they didn't really screen me to be like are you a good artist now you can just <laughs> wow. no you can be part, you have 50 grand okay you can come <laughs> come into our program
1: <laughs> I feel like it's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm I'm happy that I didn't ever do the uh, the conservators program Like I sat down with them and I had a little bit of I've done like recordings on my own and shit so I brought like you know what I've done and they, I don't know if it's that they were impressed or they just wanted another fucking student, but they were like, "Yeah, dude, this is exactly what you should do." But then I, I just didn't do it for whatever reason. And then as years went on, like I started noticing that like most people that work at Guitar Center are, are you know, <laughs> yeah. former conservatory students, and that you know just doesn't end up paying out. So yeah, because this feels like more what the conservatory is aimed for. So good on you. You got. To the right end of the rainbow versus like burning out somewhere else. Cleaning toilets at Capitol Records.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I <I'd> do it.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's this has this has a clear versus. <laughs> let's do it. Why don't to keep entering our names? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, you can change your car. Right? You have control now. Do I? Am yeah. I? Oh lord. Press down.
1: Uh, no. Oh, this is the same guy. It's not, wait, what's it? Oh, there you go. No, yeah, so this is You course. can switch your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
0: right, we found a game. We can play, and we're not going to just be running over each other or falling off buildings. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this one looks pretty sexy, but how many, um, how many am I looking
1: for? Here? Is it just the three? Oh, look, damn. These are, ooh, that's kind of yellow. But yeah,
0: so that shaped it. I kind of floundered for a little bit. I ended up, I, I ended up same time, so I actually worked two jobs. I worked part-time at Babbage's Metro Center, and I worked that eBay job, and then eventually I quit that job at Babbage's because of a manager that took over who was a dick, but <laughs> I was nice and I kept my, I know how that company works, so I was like, alright, I won't cancel all my reservations on you because I have like eight or nine and I know how that will reflect really nicely on you guys for the, your, your rankings <laughs> so uh, an MIT, uh, manager in training I'm like bringing all these acronyms and abbreviations uh came in while I was still coming in to pick up my games. He's like, no, I agree with you. He's a fucking dick. I'm going to have a store here in like three months. You want to come work for me? I'll rehire you. I'm like, okay. And then, so I ended up back at GameStop right as they merged with EB. And he got a store within like three months, six, four months of that. And the day he got it, he offered me the assistant manager position. he's like, I know you know your shit. I know you didn't rise because the dude you worked under was just dumb. <laughs> I already talked to the regional, and you're good to be my assistant manager if you it. And like gave my notice. I was at Charles Schwab at that time. And mm-hmm. so I went into the GameStop system. Went back into the GameStop system and learned about the cog in the system there. <laughs> Six months I was a store manager. I actually, uh, was a saw uh, there's a couple people that I see going to shows that I used to sell video games. Yeah? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh, is it loading? Oh, oh, that's right, Japanese. Confirm, Confirm. it's not X, it's circle.
1: Fucking Japan and their stories.
0: Well, they started switching the controls for Americans later on when they realized we used this button for confirmation, not this. But that's also why it's circle and X. That's supposed to be canceled, not supposed to be confirmed. (laughs) Do
1: you listen to Hollywood Babylon? Kevin Smith's no. podcast with that Ralph Garmin
0: guy. I listen to Fat Man Beyond. Okay. There's this, <laughs> it, there's this like
1: fucking um, um, there we segment go. that they do <laughs> called What the Fuck Japan that made me yeah. laugh just now thinking about this. But yeah, so uh,
0: uh, Germ- the Germain and Greenfield location is the one I managed for like three and a half years. Oh, wow. Greenfield in the 60s is the, the real crossroads. I just remember having to always clarify no, it's the traffic lights Germain. Yes, we are Greenfield and Baseline, but we're not there. If you drive there, you're not going to see us. That's like a chunk of your life, <laughs> three years. What, yeah. what was that like? Uh, the first year, I was like, cool, finally. Because, like, they hate, <laughs> GameStop's getting a, or if anyone ever puts it, just they hated overtime. So anyone that wasn't manager and salary, you, you can't go over 40. Wow. And so it'd be like shit. So you were working your ass off, and (laughs) potentially this is live, and I can't edit it out if I say anything that I'm no longer an employee. That's a good
1: point. We can we can skip past if you want. I'm no longer an
0: employee, and I'm rehirable if I ever wanted to go back. But I kind of would work off the clock a little bit, and help too, which never fucking do that ever. And I swore never to allow my associates to do that. I tried to keep that. I hated it, uh, but that was kind of how to get to the immaculate spots that they wanted. You know, kind of doing that.
1: I held keys to a Radio Shack as an associate. Like she treated me like an assistant manager, but I didn't also, have I just, a, a fucking paycheck or uh, any shit. Like I just you know counted down the drawers and took the deposits and did all that shit. But I, I, I had. I also I realized you're sort of not playing, things. so we'll get that. I'm not. Yeah. Break <laughs> <And> we <laughs> it at full speed.
0: But yeah, no. So like when I became a manager, I'm like, yes, I don't have to worry about like having to get stuff done Uh and working past forty without being, uh, yeah. And then realized the double edge of that. So
1: as far as your own the first year though, like
0: that store grew all three years. You can access your profit and loss, and I was like, cool. I took pride in it. Uh, But yeah, by the second ish year. They control your payroll, so to complete all the things I needed to complete, my payroll started dropping even though I the store was growing. And I was working more, and I was wearing myself out, and now no. you can select your card. Okay. You it's circle when you select it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, <laughs> yeah. circle. Where
0: is that? I was starting to burn myself out. I was working 50, 55 hours average by the last year, and I started having... I, so I have a, I'm not sure if everyone has this, but I have a breaking point where even stress, I'm like, you know what, fuck this, I need to, here's the facts, you give me access to this, why is my payroll dropping again? Mm-hmm. And for every once in a while, I would get a boost, but then it would fall back down again, and I'm like, what the fuck? And the thing is, the company's balancing payroll, it's, its business, Yeah. because the lower performing stores aren't gonna their payroll has to come from somewhere and if they're not making money then mm-hmm. it comes from the stores that are making money for sure and i was suffering from that <laughs> so i was working more i even had my assistant manager well i had two different two assistant managers, but one of them bless him he would fucking stay like i would be stressing the fuck out and sending him a text i'm like i still have to do this and this to set up for a black friday sale i need to so I'm not even leaving for another three hours. This sucks. Um, or, because like, believe it or not, your customers don't know when you have shortened hours or still show up in normal hours, like the day before Christmas. Till six, you have people and you're not probably done with them until like 6.30 and you still have to set up the ads, you still have to do all this shit. Yeah. You're like, well fuck, I'm still stuck here because this has to be done before I leave. Yep. This sucks. <laughs> so like I would text him and he would come in and then we'd still have to like keep him at 40. So then it was like, I have to pay for it later and cut him and be without support or person there. Oh, so I eventually ended up going to a doctor, blood tests, found out my testosterone, all the chemicals that speed you up in the morning and slow you down at night were done. <laughs> like oh, wow. I just, my health had deteriorated. And that's what I did after. Go to the Art Institute. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
0: end. Wait, but, no, that's not true. But that's how this all started, funny enough. How I started going out to shows more. Yeah. So after that, that I rate. stepped kind of down. Of mm-hmm. I went and got financial aid. So this is the story. The lesson is you're never too old to go back to school. <laughs> you're never, you don't have to ever stop learning. And you can always still correct shit. So I went back to school. Well, I remembered I like programming. I remembered, so I went back, did an associates for that. But then also, on doctor's advice, I needed to have a, they're like yoga, whatever. You need to go oh, wow. and have a place that you're not stressed at. Yeah. You are, this is all for the effects of stress. Yep. And I'm like, Well, I remember every time I go to like a no effects show every like two months or whatever, a concert, I forgot about my stresses. I forgot about work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, all right, so. Concerts. We're gonna set a goal—one a month—and then hiking. And those are my stress-free zones. Yeah. I need
1: to start hiking. That—that that just feels like it's a, a good. It use is a of mind energy. clearing. Like yeah. I've been
0: trying to do it once a week, uh-huh. usually on Sundays, and just get out into nature, get out of four walls. It—it <laughs> it works. Also, probably the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> that also is an antidepressant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which I never mind. Like, I, I, I'm aware of it completely, but I don't know. Just...
0: But also, that's also more of the Every Show Joe story. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I had a goal once in a month <laughs> I was going out to a concert. And then I'd mosh. Actually, that's how a lot of people met me. <laughs> it was in the pit. They're like, dude, I saw you at like, the last three shows. It was like Real Big Fish and like, 30-Zero. Oh, yeah. The No effect show or the... Well, I haven't played in a while. Then. Um, yeah. But in, like various shows, Two-Tone Lizard Kings. And so I started meeting people that way. I started meeting local people like uh, Rusty, who used to be in Naftiro. He was like one of the first people I made friends with from local bands. Mm -hmm. Him and Shane Pogue, if you know Shane I'm aware of
1: him. I don't don't know him personally.
0: So that's how this started, the ball started rolling. And I would drink, partially also as a stress relief, (laughs) at the concerts. (laughs) So I was like, I'm gonna take pictures and post these on my Facebook timeline. That's the only thing Facebook's good for. But I didn't use it. I really didn't use it. I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, so I post pictures of the band name so I could remember the next day the bands I liked. Hey.
1: That's so funny that it was like for more for you than anything. So you but then, friending people on
0: Facebook, they're like, "This picture's pretty good." I'm like, "Wait, it is so." Oh. All right. I guess I'll keep doing phone pictures. You do have a great eye for <laughs> catching moments. Those old ones are bad though. I'm not recommending yeah. you go look at them ever. <laughs> going to. <be> <laughs> but that's how this fall started rolling. So and then they start inviting me to their shows, and I start watching more local bands and start going out more. And like, wow. And that's how this fall started rolling.
1: <laughs> I mean, again, do you? Is it pure enjoyment still, or has the the, the yes the, it the snowball started to like? just get so big rolling down the fucking mountain that you're kind of like <laughs> beholden to something that you're like man. again, I... the
0: only time that it became stressful was when I was starting to bring my camera to everything and I'm like fuck I was telling this man I was gonna have them pictures and I'm not even I still got these shows and this <laughs> yeah. is, oh I feel so, like it actually came up I think a week ago in my Facebook memory as I was looking at it a poster. I'm like, I'm sorry I'm like two months behind, I'll get to them. I promise Like, I was starting to stress out. No one was bugging me. It was all in my head. I'm like, fuck. Which is maybe the hardest thing about doing
1: something (laughs) like this is when you um, feel very easily, I don't know, just kind of, like, uh, you, and maybe it's a pressure you hold yourself to, but it's like you just need to, like, um... I guess people-pleaser, like, you just need to keep well, other, I like other to people keep happy and satisfied and da da, da I like da. to keep to my
0: words, so if I told you, I'm gonna give you those pictures, that, they were good, right? Alright, no. And then be like, three weeks later, I see you and I'm like, fuck, I don't have those pictures up yet. <laughs> God, what do I tell them? <laughs> and like, for most people, first, they're fine. Someone put it in perspective, like, we're not like, going, oh fuck, where are those pictures? shows was just get us. Fuck that, dude. They're like, no, if you can get them, get them, yeah, don't, don't yeah. worry. Mm -hmm. like people put it in perspective (laughs) like they're not actively like man we're starved for pictures Joe (laughs) promises those man but yeah and it's me just being like if I let myself go a little bit then I'm gonna slack on everything it's a worry that
1: with your show being like I don't know I guess kind of sponsored or or supported as it is do you feel some need to like expand or reach higher, like like Rubik fish or something, like trying to reach out and like, like get him on this someone, show? yeah, like like some No, this kinda... Well, at
0: least currently no. It's the same philosophy I have with my Instagram, with everything, because uh-huh. the reason you don't see tons of pictures of me is because it's not about me. It was to promote bands that I like, that I want people, my goal, and it probably should be more than one now, but my <laughs> original goal when I was doing it after meeting some of the local guys and started doing it for them, because not just for me remembering drunkenly of what I liked last night. <laughs> it was just like, no, this is to promote them. Mm-hmm. Was that I want, I'm hoping people see a picture and like, oh, that, or see the Instagram story. And they're like, oh, that sounds sound cool. I'm going to check out their band camp. Mm-hmm. The goal is for, if every person that follows me has at least found one new band, I'm happy. Though given the scope, I probably should be like, as long as they found five new bands <laughs> and they checked them out, then. but yeah so that's that was the philosophy of the Instagram that's the philosophy for this mm-hmm. I'm hoping this actually also gets them to check out some games or be nostalgic you be like dude they're playing Twisted Metal they're playing Jumping Flash or they're playing whatever and I'm like that's really cool or Zombies Ate My Neighbors like two months ago so what like a that. funny
1: time we live in that like I mean that they they make like these little consoles that can hold like 400 games or something. Well, stuff people have modded like these
0: this, this I've left intact yeah. No, no gray market, no gray area, but <laughs> people will figure out how to win and load stuff on uh-huh. and expand it.
1: It's <laughs> just crazy, like in a funny and, way, that like all the games we used to love are, you know, such small data files like it really it, whatever that...
0: And so, like this one I brought more because I was worried that it wouldn't... The PlayStation one I have right now might not run right. <laughs> so I was like, at least I know this emulates it fine and has yeah. stuff I want to play. It's, no, it's your turn to Has this been the me car. the whole time? I'm yes. sorry.
1: I apologize. We're getting there.
0: <laughs> but uh, uh I need to uh, also figure out where the I stage didn't... selection is, because it said change course and car. <laughs> so we've <laughs> somewhere in here is oh, a way to choose shit. the course. No.
1: <laughs> I feel like what just happened there is is a memory that I'm having of every time I've ever played video games with anybody. Like, there's always a moment where it's my turn to like pick a character or some shit, and I just don't know. And we all sit there for a solid like three minutes. So they're like, I think we're dude, the it's course.
0: you." <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just playing the same course over and over. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole mentality is just to bring attention to people. Like, I was thinking about this, and I, some of the podcasts I listen to, MC Lars' podcast. Whether you like Nerdcore or not, like, has been very motivational, and he brings on guests that talk about some of the processes about promoting and way bands should go. And...
1: That's interesting.
0: But l- there's been a common theme I've noticed across a couple of them that there is the people that seek out, like, the popular. Let's go with the trend and let's just hit, hit it strong, and then they fizzle out because they just tr- tr- face the, the trends. And I'm like, oh, that's, do you mean even in the music that they're producing, or do you yeah, mean, like they're going like nerdcore rappers talk singing about whatever the most popular game is right now? Yeah, they're just chasing the trend to get people's attention, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Instead, write the songs that they want to do. Even MC Laura's talked about in one of them that I think he did one album where he was like kind of going to the oh I'm nerdcore, everyone likes video games, so he kind of did that, and then he kind of fell back to doing. Is what he calls lit hop he's a big literature nerd and he likes and he realized you know what? i'm just gonna do what i want and people are gonna like it if they like it and not. yeah it, it works but it's the it's they've all said it's kind of still a grind but if you are authentic and you're doing what you want to do rather than just chasing the popular it usually pays off more than that. Mm-hmm. and so that's what i've stuck with too because yeah. I was, I had a moment where I'm like looking at numbers, and the show is growing, but slowly. Okay. And it was like, should I just pursue all the like big popular bands just for like ratings? Or no, I want to bring people on that I want to bring in front of people. Yeah, I want you to know about. It's embarrassing. I want you to know about some of these bands that mm-hmm. maybe you weren't paying attention to before.
1: Yeah, that's I'm, that's a
0: that's the ideal.
1: I think. Is just and kind of do what you want. So for, that's the goal. And I know, you know not every week's going to sure. be, like,
0: the strongest week of people clicking on it on YouTube. But that's fine. And
1: maybe that's where, like, podcasting gets a little kind of weird, too, is that, like, you know, I, I discovered podcasting through, like, I don't know, Kevin Smith or whatever, like, 10 years ago. And I haven't been, like, yeah, super, super faithful to just listening to all this shit. Yeah. So... What happens is, like, I'll I'll go through, like, kind of waves of being really into it and digging in and all that shit. And what ends up happening is I'll find a podcast that I like, and I'll go back, like, years. And, and I'll just start, start like, stockpiling guests that I would be into and just start listening to it all. And what it's made me realize about podcasting is I'm building something right now yeah. with my podcast that is probably not even going to find the people that would dig it or whatever for years, They'll just go back into like old episodes and they'll find shit. So it's more like my motivation is kind of just keep going. Just keep doing it. Why? Because most people that care about that episode aren't even going to know that it exists because the internet's a fucking endless pool of way too much information for years. So just the fact that you did it means something. And it will mean something to somebody someday. So don't worry about how many plays it gets today or this week or... Even this yeah. fucking year. But that being the case, to your point, yeah, I, I can see it growing. And I'm like, well, I, I hope that's good. Hope so kind of might. answering
0: your question about, like, man, do I want to get real with fish on here? I mean, I would love to get real fish <laughs> on here. But you not to. the target. Just because we put it into the universe right now, like,
1: three years from now, they're going to... Which sucks, because they just put out their first, like, new record in a long time. So uh, this no. Well, been like, two or three years.
0: Oh, have they been just yeah, staying Coated, at it? Candy Coated Fury was the one before this oh, one. Oh, fuck me. What was it? I think I just
1: assumed that, like, the 90s ate, like, Scott punk, Like, it just kind of yeah, went yeah, away. kind of. I right. guess mostly because, like, I went and saw Less Than Jake and Real Fish a few years ago. And it just felt like they were playing the oldies. Like, they were just playing, like, the, the stuff that works. Did the they play everyone
0: works. else as an ass? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's off Candy Coated of Fury. That's, what, a three-year-old album? Is it only? Yeah.
1: Shit. What the fuck about that? Yeah, it's a great song.
0: Yeah, so they've been still producing it. They've had a turnover. It's a very
1: mature song. That's not <laughs> like a, else that that's song. not like a first <laughs> album, first band's first album song. Like that's a song that you've you've lived some life to kind of write. Well, and they're a
0: band that I enjoy well now it's just Aaron plus Actually it's been so long now, so it's with Johnny Christmas, Matt Appleton and a couple of them have been playing with real fish for so long now that it's like, Oh this is the normal real fish and I'm like, wait, no it's not Holy shit, they've been playing in this consistently for so long now. I'm just like, yeah,
2: they're
1: cool (laughs) dude.
0: This is a real big fish now. (laughs) That's true. Like,
1: bands going through, I don't know, kind of marks or whatever, where, like, the main people stay where they are. i I like Goldfinger. Poor fucking John (laughs) Feldman trying to keep that shit together because nobody's fucking stuck around.
0: Feldman is another story. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, he chased pretty much all, all of those original members out. I remember... Rubik Fist? No, oh, oh, Goldfinger. Oh, Goldfinger. Yes. Uh, really? Oh yeah. I feel like all I ever hear about didn't... him is
1: that he's the nicest fucking guy and he's such like an empowerer and he just like, get you know, helps bands get to where they're trying to go. Ooh, um,
0: crap, what's his name? Who drummed with them? Who's also with punk rock karaoke. Ah, I'm forgetting his name right now. But I saw his post when he left the band and he's like, I'm not going to publicly disclose it. I wish him the best and I'm walking away. Wow. And that had been what I heard. It was a kind of a little of an ego. I'm sure he's still a nice guy, but that, at least internally, it was kind of an ego fight.
1: Ryan Schmidt just shared this fucking the the bass player of Midiacan just shared this fucking article that I don't even ever stop to click on this. Wait, did he share the one I shared? shared? Was did you share too? The one of the drummer of Jimmy Earl yes. being like the singer <laughs> of the Red Lines a fucking douchebag. <laughs> he shared my post. Oh, I, did he? Yeah,
0: because <laughs> I came across oh, that and I just started laughing and I'm like, oh.
1: Wait. Like on so many levels, I'm just like, what? Hold on a second. The most indifferent drummer of all time is trying to say that this guy's a dude. Have you listened to Semi Charmed Life? Like yes. the guy's lived like a fucking hard life. <laughs> of course
0: he's gonna be a douchebag. Why does that? Why does that matter enough for you to like be vocal about it on fucking Twitter? And I'm, I'm in my head, I was just like, this is probably pretty obvious to most outside observers. And
1: I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> Third Blind's a bigger band than Jimmy Eat World, so you guys got taken on the road by a bigger band, just like you have been by Foo Fighters and all these great bands. Like, why? Why are you bitching about it? What's, what's... Well, post, and I feel post like post It's... <laughs> post-tour, right? Like, after they've already... Yeah, exactly. Like well, he also commented,
0: people like, why don't you just tell it to, him, to his face? He's like... How do you know I didn't tell it to his face? Which is kind of the most <laughs> way of saying
1: because I didn't want to. It's him Dude. actually saying, okay, so I didn't tell it to his face? Yeah. But even the things he was bitching about where it's just like, oh, they're not going to wear fucking lapels. But, or, or the, the laminates. The, yeah, the, like, just know who they are. And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, you would know who they <laughs> are because it's the band, like, every roadie, every whoever, like, it's the fucking band that you got hired... To do your thing for like you should know who your boss is <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i i feel like part of what irritates me about it is i've never heard the drummer of jimmy world say fucking anything so why now and why this like why would this upset you enough to fucking say something <laughs> on top of the fact that it's just like i don't know and maybe i'm just being a a, a, a low-level independent like guy at this point and bitch, but it's like that's such a fucking... <laughs> uh, what's, what's the word? Like a, um, I just found it funny. <laughs> uh, I can't think of that fucking phrase. Where you're like... Complaining turned, like, about something that you... Passive aggressive? That you... Yeah, like you really... You're not... You're you're, you're above the tier where you should have like the... Yeah. What do you fucking call it? It's not a humble brag. It's the opposite of humble brag. Like it's, it's where you're bitching about something that you're not in the echelon to have the right to bitch about that. <laughs> like, you're... I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe I I, I... I haven't been in a successful rock band for 30 fucking years, so what do I know about what the drummer of Jimmy Eat World has been <laughs> going through? play this game I'm so <laughs> right now. I was just lining up fucking colors I'm like oh that's not how this works I, now so I'm... you have to
0: put an orb on top of it and then it'll break them we'll at the same oh color. the orb does it yeah
1: fuck okay I've lost now no, we can restart
0: oh wait how do I re- there's no quit
1: let it happen let it, let it all just oh, well. happen oh
0: <laughs> let
1: it just happen <laughs> it's just video game rape at this point I don't know just whatever it's happening close your eyes <laughs> it's over in a minute.
0: Um, I forget what this does. We'll find out. Oh, I didn't do anything. If anything,
1: I hope that like there's so, that maybe no one you know knew about it, and so it's just gonna you know go away. Disappear. And, and yeah, but I kind of hope that it gets like some buzz, and then people start talking about it to the point that he has to comment further. I just want to hear him have to say something beyond what he's already said. Out of annoyance, I want to hear his annoyed voice. Just be like, "All right, listen. Uh, here's the deal." <laughs> yeah. Partly because you, if it's All the right. first thing you're gonna fucking say, why would you swing that hard? Right? It's that the a, singer of one of a the biggest bands of the '90s, and you're the drummer of one of the bands of the '90s.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're more relevant, I like, think, now than than Third Eye Blind is. Jimmy, O'World. world. Especially in Phoenix.
1: On that. I mean, in Phoenix, I get you. It would, and maybe that's the thing. I didn't notice the publication that actually even put out the article. That was one it?
0: Is, uh, uh, God, Consequences Sound, I think.
1: But that's not local, right?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, also, I think the lead singer of Third Eye Blind had some drug. Game. Well, that's every. I mean, he must have. Like, Sanitana every Time is about that. Had drug issues that he supposedly recovered from. I remember. That was the second concert ticket I ever bought a ticket for, by the way. Third Eye oh, right At the Web Theater. Oh, wow. Off of Van Buren that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> or at least the venue doesn't exist anymore. The building's there. <laughs> uh, with, I think, Bryce or something weird? I didn't even like <laughs> But it was like, dude had long hair, and then like the next time I see Third Eye Blind, he's like, flat top. I'm like, dude, you just like grew up, didn't you? <laughs> But apparently, according to the drummer of Jimmy E. World, he didn't grow up. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I can see that. <laughs> which which
1: again, <laughs> Even, like, I mean, grow up is fucking relative. Like, he's in a rock band. Like, you, drummer of Jimmy E. World, also have not fucking, quote unquote, grown up. Although, you're in a successful rock band. Like, you yeah. like to tour the world and entertain people. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I guess there was a lot of little things that just super surprised me about it. Where I'm like, this band's been touring for, like, decades. And as far as I can tell, you're the first person that said anything. Like, why did it bother you? And everybody else was like, oh, no, that's just eye blind. That's how they do like. <laughs> But you're like, no, fuck, this guy's a okay. douchebag. Like, of all words to use, douchebag?
0: <laughs> yes. Come on, bro.
1: Dig deeper. Dig deeper <laughs> into your insults.
0: Uh... <laughs> We'll I do suck this. at this
1: game a lot. I really like, I don't want to suck at, at it. I'm noticing. Like, I can't like... not suck at it. I don't know how to not suck at it.
0: We can switch. <laughs> oh,
1: hang on. I got it. There it is. I got it. I got it. You are doing
0: better this round. I can say this.
1: <laughs> I can't. If it was Tetris, I swear to you I'd be killing. It's just that I don't understand the rules of this universe. I can't see
0: how different oh. things like
1: actually relate to one another. So I, I don't know how to set it up to make it work.
0: Stronger attacks or whatever are the bigger combos you make, but you can still trigger even small ones.
1: <laughs> that sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah, but there it is. It's all over. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm still
0: in the game. So, like, I can just do two if I wanted. Like that big block. I'm like, why did that thing just turn into a big block? I don't know. <laughs> it looks real pretty. And, fancy. and now it's all blown up.
1: Yeah, like, I don't. This thing's just throwing me bones now. Really it's crap. just like, he's a weak player. Let's see if we can get him no, through this round.
0: No, just a bunch on me. Holy crap. Oh, this is coming to you when I, when I do that? that? You just won. Oh, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that it's like, I thought we were playing uh, Street Fighter, and I was all excited, and then it's they're just standing there, we're playing Tetris, and I, yeah. I don't understand. Or a puzzle like you. What's game. happening right now? Well, you figured it
0: out, because you won around.
1: Ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I fell off that third-eye blind train a long time ago.
1: I mean, that first album, I'll still listen to it, I don't know, probably once or twice a year. The blue and
0: the self-titled were like... But,
1: blue, I, no. Like, the self-titled, yes, the blue, I did not dig, and I haven't dug anything since then, so... (laughs) I'm I'm not even sitting here, like, bragging on Jimmy Eat World's drummer as a fan. Like, I'm a loose fan. It's more just like, what did you expect out of this human...
0: Him to be human sounds like. <laughs> and when he says, "Douchebag." My
1: first thought before even reading the article, I figured it was like another Louis C.K. story. I'm like, okay. "Oh shit, he's about ready to tell us some stuff that went down." And then it just turns out that he's like, "No, he's just a, he's just a silly boy." I'm like, I, "Okay, now I don't." <laughs> I mean, sincerely, like I've been playing music for you know live for like ten years and shit, and I've been around my share of like douchebags and assholes. But I also don't fault them because, like I said earlier, like when I, when I got into this, originally it was like, I want to write music, I want to like front a band, I want to do that, and then I started like, being in bands and realizing that, oh, all musicians are pretentious assholes, so <laughs> you just kind of have to, that's the game. If I'm going to be in this sport, that's the game I get to play, that all musicians are in it for them, just like you're in it for you, and so you just got to play the game. And that's what it feels like, is that this drummer of Jimmy Eat World has decided that he doesn't want to play the game anymore, he's over the game. He's, like, above the game. And I'm like, I mean, dude, the game even ate Axl Rose. Let's really think (laughs) about this. Like, no one's made it out. No one's made it out alive. Why do you think that you have the right to, I don't know, make it... And I guess that's the point. I don't even think what he said made impact at all. No, I don't no, even no. think the, lead, the singer of Third Eye Blind knows that it's out that he said it. Like, I found it
0: funny. That's why I shared it. <laughs> I'm like, I wish Jim would have said it. Because I would have been like, singer and singer. Let's get him in the ring. I'm ready. But the fucking drummer? Yes.
1: The most inconsequential. If the keyboard player would have said it, it would have been even funnier to me. Because I'm like, more <laughs> inconsequential. At least the drummer's an original member, So like he has a little bit of do you want File, to try something else or do you
0: want to try your luck at this again?
1: I, I mean, I was, I was getting a, a hang of it. Is there a more Tetris-y kind of version of this? But no, I, just, that's the way it is. I'm good. I can do this. All right. This I can do. <laughs> I hope people watching are, are interested in what's happening. <laughs> Here, I'll change characters. We'll make this funner, right? I don't know who Donovan is, but I'm him now.
0: Oh, That's funny. I got my notification. I was supposed to be in L.A. with the reason i knew. <laughs> <laughs> Because I blocked it off Aww. so I wouldn't. Aww. Also, you can adjust your difficulty no matter. matters. It's the handicap. I mean... Uh, <laughs> alright, alright. You know what? We're going to do that. Maybe that'll help me get used to
1: the game more, and then I can take <laughs> it back up on your level. Is that
0: Dan dresses as Chun-Li?
1: <laughs> Speaking How's of Street Fighter, are, are you a fan of like the franchise, like the yes. films, any of the shit? Like do you go do you go deep with this shit or is it
0: just... I've watched the anime. <laughs> I've watched that weird early 2000 Roll Julio film. <laughs> I never did watch, uh, what was it? This, the Legend of Chun-Li movie though. With uh, What's-Her-Name who played Louis Lane on Smallville. Did she? Yes. She also was in uh, Eurotrip as... The girlfriend that Scotty doesn't know about cheating on him. <laughs> Wait a minute!
1: Hang on! Hang on a second. Is the song Scotty doesn't know about that?
0: Yeah, it's about it that in the movie. I didn't know that at all. She, his longtime girlfriend <laughs> has been cheating on him the entire time, ah. and with uh, Matt Damon's character, Matt Damon plays the lead singer of a punk band, and he wrote the song Scotty <laughs> doesn't know.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. And
0: then, as a running joke in that movie, it's the song keeps showing up throughout the movie, <laughs> even in Europe. Uh, <laughs> the fucking nineties, man. That was a movie I wrote off, and then a, like a random, like hanging out with friends, turn on a movie on like Cinemax or something at like one a.m. and be like, "No, oh, it's Euro Trips, one of those movies." And then you're like, "Wait, this is actually really good, isn't it?" Yeah. Why did we discount it?
1: (laughs) I mean, because, you know. (laughs) Same reason we discounted Dude Where's My Car. Like, on some level, it's like, I don't know. (laughs) I think this might have been a swing and a miss. Anybody else? No? Ashton Kutcher. Fucking Ashton. All right, right, maybe you have an opinion on this. Just recently, uh, I think it was on Instagram fucking Blink-182 and then Ashton Kutcher did this thing where they posted like a phone number and if you send a text to the phone number like it puts you in this thing where like they can text you directly with Uh, whatever news bullshit and I did it for like both Blink and Ashton and it's kind of mildly annoying now because Ashton will text like once every like two or three days with shit that has nothing to do with me. It's like I'm on a fishing trip or some bullshit but I'm also (laughs) kind of like is this like, might this actually be, you know, useful in the not-too-distant not sure. More musicians are using
0: it, too. But I've sort of... It's like when you're back when they started doing newsletters, and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to know when band A is playing or yeah. whatever. And then after a while, you're like, this is annoying. <laughs> and I already know when they're playing, so yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. Where's the unsubscribe button? <laughs> uh...
1: But, I mean, since there is, obviously, a means of, like, unsubscribing to, or even just blocking the number or whatever, I'm curious, like, how what kinds of success or what kinds of uh, connection to their fan base they're going to be able to enjoy off of that? Because, uh, I mean, you can respond to it, too. And Ashton's actually said, hey, thank you for all your responses. I'm sorry I can't get back to you individually, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking, what kind of person <laughs> responded to this? Because there's not enough, like... Connectivity, Really. Yeah. Like, no one... You sh- you're not gonna get a response back. Why would you... Re- it's basically like, when I'm on Instagram or some shit, if, if I if I enjoy a post and I want to like it, I'll always, like, scroll up so I can see how many likes it's already got. And if it's above 100, I'm like, who gives a shit? They're not gonna be able to tell that I fucking liked it. Or if I want right. to comment on something. If it's already past, like, 100 comments, I'm like, literally no point that I leave anything on this. And yet... Most posts have like thousands and thousands of comments and whole conversations going on in there. Yeah. And I'm just like, who, who is spending this much fucking time on Instagram? I can't figure this out.
0: Who was it? I was looking at Billy Joe Armstrong's and he'll actually go in and reply every once in a while. But it's like when he has free time and it's probably whatever he first notices it grabs his eye. Yeah. It's not like I'm gonna scroll to the bottom and just Wait. start from the first person that replied to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't yeah, agree with that's that insanity. one. Uh, on oh, that one I'll reply. No, he's gonna probably just look at the most recent stuff (laughs) when he has time. A really good example is if you watch the Frank Turner documentary, uh, as he was blowing up, like he tried to be super personal and be talk to all his fans. Mm -hmm. And after a while, like this is when that appears to be when the documentary took place, but it was like as he's blowing up and starting to get overwhelmed by it. Like, he can't keep up with everyone anymore, even though he wanted to be on a personal level with everyone. Yeah. He was trying to reply to every email fans sent him he was trying to do. Oh, that's rough. And there's a certain point where it's just not manageable. Yeah. No matter where your heart is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I also noticed, uh, okay. so when I first started watching him, oh, one of the, he so he played at the press room twice. hmm and the first time he came out and was like visiting with people talking to people the second time nope he didn't come out and i'm like oh he's starting to like realize he can't be out there yeah. otherwise he'll just be tied up in forever because mm-hmm. he's getting too big for just casual walk out there and yeah. say hi to people which is unfortunate but at the same time let him have his mental health <laughs> right Mental
1: health is a right. I'm not, not a privilege. Like we, we should all be entitled to that. How has like um, with you and your show I and mean, what have you? How how have you been enjoying social media in the sense of people, I guess, hitting you back and keeping up with like comments or direct messages or stuff? Is it melting your brain or is it pretty
0: manageable? It's mostly manageable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. There's an undertone to that. Uh, <laughs> this- well, because some people. Which I guess it's impressive that they think this, uh-huh. but don't realize I'm still one person <laughs> doing all of this. So sometimes I get messages and stuff that I'm like, I'm only one person. I don't. Do I have time to do this? I don't know if I have time to do this. And also, I'm running around so much that my brain isn't always like looking at everything anymore, mm-hmm. as frequently as I should. I probably should put that somewhere else. <laughs> Let's do that.
1: Oh shit. oh, shit. Oh,
0: shit. Here I am, like...
1: Oh, shit!
0: Oh, dear guy Yeah! <laughs> out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! But, like, and I brought that up on... Was it Skull or One of the last couple weeks I brought it up where I really appreciate people hitting me up and be like, check out my band. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if I encourage that and everyone starts doing it, I don't have time to listen to all of it. I don't have time to be like, Oh, this is awesome. This is cool. This is, I don't... I still have a day job. I still have... Uh-huh. <laughs> and you guys can't help me. That's the, ideally where the Patreon is supposed to be. Where it's supposed to... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was also... The reason I have the Patreon is because I... Still somewhat karmic in my philosophy on things. Huh. And I hate advertisements. Uh-huh. And I figure if you can give me money versus me having to go to advertisements and... Then that's ideal. Yeah. But unfortunately, everyone does not have that much money to give everyone that they love. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. So trying—that's also part of like this show. I'm hoping at some point I can also be infusing, like a MeUndies ad or Audible or something, (laughs) (laughs) and add a little Uh, add a revenue stream that way. And I hate
1: to be such a tool sack, but if you do get to that point, you know, maybe shoot me an email. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know how the fuck that happened because. I absolutely would. Uh, I mean, on some level, just because it would be nice to quit my day job and just do the podcast is like a thing. But I feel like that's also like really idealistic in the sense that yeah, the people oh no. who can do that, they started a podcast after they were already successful with something else, like right. a comedian it's, it's, or whatever. So.
0: That's like uh, one of my favorites is kind of funny games. But they rode the coattails of being former IGN editors. Mm-hmm. They like Game uh, Over at Greggie there. Mm-hmm. he was the host of their show up at noon for like two, three years. Like, he popularized it. So he was already in front of a lot of eyes and people are already like, oh, I'm going to follow you into your new project. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, the Go Back to an MC Lars podcast, I forget which guest it was, but he talked about it. He's like, some of it is talent and some of it is just luck. The odds are exponential that you're going to stand out amongst everyone <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah but if he still reaffirmed at least if you are doing it for the right reasons you're being authentic so because for the most part people can pick up on this isn't the real fucking Joe or this isn't the real Adam yeah so staying authentic there's yep. no age thing to it they brought up I forget which musician that there's like he disappeared, and he came back in his like, late 30s, early 40s, and blew up. And it's just like, there's no like age saying you're out of it once you're past 22, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so don't get in that mode either. But do it because you want to do it, and then hopefully it'll do it. It was his recommendation, his advice. Oh, <laughs> I don't I, I feel like I thought up. that the
1: color of the circle things mattered and then I realized
0: they don't I'm like oh yeah. shit I'm doing this wrong um, like strangely of all the podcasts the MC Lars one where I'm like I can know only like 25% of his guests mm-hmm. I'm like the rest of them are like I don't know who this oh okay that's that's another co-artist or this mm-hmm. is a uh, dude that helped produce this album or this is yeah. I was like huh and they have like these people that have really good advice and, like, never crossed my radar.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, but this is the stuff I need to hear. This isn't the, like, man, I should be seeking out the no effectses and everyone just be on my fucking show just to bring ratings. Yeah. It's like, no, do what you're doing as long as it's authentic and you enjoy it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I enjoy it.
1: <laughs> and the whole, like, I love the time in entertainment history that we live in because I feel like it's a time when it's becoming more and more obvious that there's never a a time at which past you can't do it.
0: Right, and that was even my lesson with, I said, with school. Mm -hmm. I went back to college and got a second degree Mm -hmm. in something I knew I was more minded in, programming. Uh (laughs) Yeah, It kind of was a back thought anyways when I was out there at the student, I'm like, I'm gonna couple this with a programming degree, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna... But yeah, and at that time, indie games weren't as easy to just like the tools are out there now and now it's just a matter of me finding the time or making the time like that's still a goal for me to even if not successful just yeah. to make a game and put it on a marketplace and be like cool look I got a game out yes and be like I did that cool weirdly I
1: think that's probably 40% of the reason that I started a podcast is just because I was listening to him so much and I was like what reason do you have to not be in this arena? Like, give me one excuse that you have to not be doing this. And I'm like, just because it would take time and thought and energy, I'm like that, not good enough. You're, well, you're getting in.
0: One of my, uh, I listen to like eight podcasts a week, <laughs> plus music, plus <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But one of them, Retronauts. So if you're wondering where some of my video game knowledge comes from, <laughs> good know. Retronauts. Who they usually go and delve into a franchise or an older game. They did an episode of just like advice for podcasters and they're like, edit, you need to edit. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, I don't, I don't make the time for it, but that probably is a good idea.
1: I feel like I kind of agree with them. I don't, I don't know. I'm also kind of like, yeah, but you can get by without that. Like, edit, I don't right. know. I mean, depending on, I guess maybe the nature of the guest. I I think maybe what it is is I feel like I would have to edit if I wasn't a better post. <laughs> like, if you can keep a conversation moving, if you know how to sort of steer things and ask questions and shit, like, anything right. becomes secondary to that. It,
0: like, they they edit to clean up like just empty, yeah, like, noise pauses where mm-hmm. everyone's like. Ugh.
1: But it's also almost like, okay, well, if if I was on a a, a stage as a stand-up comic and if there was dead air for some reason, like maybe I, I don't know, I dropped my glass or something like that, what would I do if I was in that position? I would discuss it. I would make reference to it. I would make a joke out of it. I feel like it's the same in the podcasting arena. Like, if some shit happens, then you talk about it. If there's dead air or something, then you make a joke. Like, you just, it's almost like from the moment you hit record... The challenge is to fill the space. Fill the space with stuff, even if it's like awkward or weird. Or if you bring up something and the guy's like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about that. And <laughs> there's like legal reasons or whatever, and then you're just like, oh, okay. And you just kind of like run away scared from that top. I don't know. It's
0: just. Well, and that's why I like the nature of that. We're streaming live right now. If mm-hmm. you're watching it on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, well, everything's out there. Yeah. And I try to warn everyone of, if there's a show that hasn't been announced and you're not supposed to talk about, don't say it, because (laughs) there's no editing it out-of-the-live thing, and it's going to get archived for, like, what, 60 days, I think? 90 days? (laughs) So it's going to be on Twitch. Even if I put up an edited version of it to my YouTube, that information is going to be out there somewhere for someone to stumble upon.
1: (laughs) Okay, so hang on. Walk me through this, then. So I'm I'm vaguely aware of what Twitch is in the sense that it's a a live streaming platform for gamers to basically just play games. And I think they do cooking streams now, too. (laughs) Do they really? Yes.
0: (laughs) He's nodding his head. Yeah.
1: So it's just turning into, like, Vine, but not six seconds? Well, Adam...
0: Or Adam. Amazon. (laughs) I didn't didn't mean to say Adam. They're just (laughs) (laughs) A-names. Go on! But Amazon acquired Twitch two years ago now, and they've, I think, been part of that push. So I think the cooking came in before they were oh. shopping around for a buyer <laughs> that they were just looking for ways to expand things to do on Twitch wow so <laughs> but yeah there's cooking stuff on here now so if you're hungry <laughs> after the stream's over don't leave yet <laughs> you can go <laughs> you can go watch some cooking stuff
1: <laughs> what, a, what a delight for <laughs>
0: <is> <laughs> Yeah,
2: and what was
1: uh, but anyway so, so so twitch is a, a, a lot point is it's a, I guess it's a live um, streaming atmosphere and then you were mentioning that you also then take the footage from that and like edit it into a YouTube thing? yep it goes on my YouTube
0: youtube.com watch go also I put it into an audio podcast for okay which episode 4 never listened to that as an audio podcast um, but it's there. That was, okay. the, that was the, the episode I learned about why to always check levels when you start a game. And start a stream. Because if someone's not there actually actively telling you in the chat that this is kind of fucked up, you're going to go on for the whole hour with it fucked up. And then you're going to go back and watch it or listen to it and go, oh, fuck. <laughs> Which again, I'm sorry, Andy. It was his episode. Uh, but from Nito. Oh, <laughs> it dude, actually, I didn't
1: even know he was fucking on your show. Man, I gotta go back and. Watch
0: he's a big Gears show. of War fan, and so we played Gears of War. Know. So by pure luck, apparently, the first three weeks, none of the consoles output at a volume higher than the microphone volumes I had set. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I'm like, I had no thought of this. All right, yeah. whatever. Continue on, and then we do the Gears of War stream. And it turned out that anytime someone talked or gunfire, conversation was gone. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch, there's no like going back an hour and a half ago and redoing any of this. Like, this is just this, uh, and I'm just gonna have to learn. And, I'm getting, and I texted Andy. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. I just had fun. And I'm like, cool, but I still feel bad about this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
1: there may not be a sweeter human being than Andy Higgins. Mm. And like the funny thing about that is, I had him and uh, Kristen on at the same yes. time. And they're
0: such a perfect match for each other. They are, but like,
1: I, and maybe he was high or something. But oh, like, always, he was right. also yeah, like really quiet. Like me and Kristen, most <laughs> of the conversation, and I was like, Andy, I know you have fucking stories, man. Like here, oh, he has plenty. You're of all stories. over the world all the time. Like what the fuck? Yeah. But it was it was fun. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed hanging out with him and talking with him.
0: But yeah, I still converted it to an audio podcast, so the numbering is still correct on the podcast feed. Got it. And I recorded a separate opening to Warning Everyone, or if they do listen to that one. Yeah. And the conversation gets drowned out pretty regularly. But it's there. The podcast is there. And every episode after that, we learned to check the levels of the, vo- of the microphone versus the game audio. It was a learning experience. <laughs> but because I converted to audio, I also now picked up on stuff. Like I was just tell like him, I'm like, last week was probably our best audio. I didn't even have to like clear any noise off and I didn't have to do anything. I just I normalized it. So it's a little more of a volume that's akin to the episodes before and after it. But like, it was, seemed pretty clean to me. I was like, this is awesome. Less work for me. I <laughs> just had to convert it to an MP3 and throw it onto the feed. <laughs> so that also exists. If you want to listen to this, you don't get the visual fun of seeing how Horribly, Adam's kicking my ass at <laughs> Puzzle Fighter. But... Horribly and accidentally, I might add. There's nothing really intentional happening here. It's just kind of... But you can still hear, I think, a little bit of the game audio underneath us talking, on the, even on the podcast. <laughs> so rad. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, I wanted to talk video games, and I know a bunch of musicians play video games, and that get, also gives an outlet to help promote local musicians and have some fun. That's the whole point of this.
1: It's really becoming, <laughs> like, uh, just even at the Media King show and stuff, it was so funny, like, how excited um, Jeremy was from actual <laughs> psychic violence. Like, he just bounced over to me. He's like, dude, check Instagram. Every single day you know, already put our pictures on. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Right, right on. But, like, just the, the power that you are gaining, or maybe just already have, and, it, and it's just uh, spreading over magnificently,
0: of, like, Spreading the word of it maybe maybe it's, maybe it's modesty music. and modesty, but I'm like I never think I'm that big, <laughs> but then I keep having people tell me stuff, and I've had it presented in front of me, and then I kind of just ignore it again. <laughs> you're like nah, I'm not that big. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like I had well two anecdotes. The first one personally I experienced and was humbled by it was punk rock bowling in May. Mm-hmm. Not only did I have people that I knew from Arizona coming up to me, I had people like coming up to me like, dude, you're like an inspiration for me. like, what? I mean, <laughs> holy shit. But what? What? <laughs> well, how am I inspirational? <laughs> I'm just doing this for the fun of it. Uh, but like, I had people from California, people from Colorado, Vegas, like, who knew who I was, and I'm like, well, I'm super humbled that's and so conf- don't know how to, this is awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> um... Oh, it was a photo sniper. What's his Instagram? And that photo just appeared. Someone tagged me. Not the other one that I noticed today. Everyone's noticing, but <laughs> which apparently I'm being noticed again. Shocking. <laughs> um, but like, I didn't. I don't think of myself as that. And uh, who was it? Aaron, friend Aaron. She was telling me she has friends from California and Vegas. Being like, not believing her that she knows me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm not even that fucking big. What the fuck? That's amazing. I'm not a. Why wouldn't she know me for one? <laughs> Especially if I'm supposed to be at every show, she should be running into me. <laughs> but two, what? I'm not on that level. What the fuck are you making me into? Or at least I don't think I'm on that level. Holy crap! Repeating the. Um. By accident. <laughs> But you are.
1: Like it's 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 almost like you're proving something that is becoming more and more proven by other people, and that's that it's not that you're on that level, it's that you're making that level. You're inventing a level by your very you Which go, oh wasn't my even more.
2: What did you just do to me? Oh,
0: revenge is what it's called.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick is what that's called.
0: But like it was never my intention. This goes back to might own pre-podcast where it just uh-huh. a lot of this, or maybe it was when we were talking about the homemade shaker yeah. There's just it feels like the universe willing it and being like well it is something i like to do Fuck okay. it, mm. i'll keep doing it <laughs> but it wasn't like my goal it wasn't ever my intention yeah it was just like this came out of stuff that people were like cool and i'm like all right cool we'll keep doing it and maybe like a weird <laughs> time of
1: history that we're living in right now is like people are just getting, they're so loud and they're so vocal and there's so many thoughts and feelings out there that most people, I think, are leaning out of culture and society. Most people are keeping their mouths shut and just trying to keep their opinions to themselves. So it's unique for someone like you or someone like me to, like, sit down with somebody and have a conversation <laughs> that's recorded and out there and to just be speaking real time and just our real thoughts and our real feelings going out there. Like, it it comes off as ballsy or, like, confident when really it's not like we're just and maybe i'm just speaking for myself and not you but like i'm not really worried i i have enough enemies and there's (laughs) enough people out the world that don't think that i'm you know anything special that i just don't have anything to lose like just have a conversation that is part of it become public
0: it's like i have the time and i enjoy it so why not
1: why not is right. That's that's podcasting in a word. Why not? Why not just sit down with your friends and I think that's why I dig like people like Kevin Smith that really are are not just doing it but are a huge advocate. Well, he's for even him. just putting, well, trying to put everybody. For the most part, he's modest
0: still to this day, and he's just like well, it's weird, work, right? I just actually he is modest because he talks shit about himself, self-deprecating yeah, like all the time. I wish I could have like the prop to direct a Marvel movie. You guys are giving me way too much credit. it was like, huh. I guess we are but we would love you to make one <laughs>
1: but I love that he knows who he is to the point yeah. that he's like well that Marvel movie would be three people standing around a water cooler talking to each other like that's my lane that's who I, that's what kind of movie I would make and you guys don't want to see that movie you want to see you know fucking Joss Whedon like with Captain America in <laughs> yeah. flight like that's what you want and he's like I'm so one of you guys I'm
0: like the one going wide eyed uh-huh. like holy fuck Captain America and yep. Thor are on the same screen yep
1: I didn't think I'd see that in my lifetime. I feel like that's one thing that Kevin Smith and I have in common is that frankly, I'm a fan first. I'm a I'm an audience member first and I'm a podcaster or a filmmaker or a musician second. I don't I don't want to ever get to the point where I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I'm the motherfucker that made that." You're damn right. Like, "No, <laughs> dude, my albums are like, I'm second that- class. I do everything on GarageBand. Like it's all real whatever,
0: but He's like, "I'm the dude that wrote that movie about Clerks." <laughs> And dude talking about sucking their own dick. Yeah. yeah. And somehow people look up to me.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and just that he had, like, he has the confidence to be able to embody that and to go do like speaking assignments at colleges and do all this shit. But he's also got the humility to like not, uh, I don't know, just let it take over his ego or even yeah. to present. I mean, he- what the fuck is going on <laughs> here? What? But then you does just got that- the crystal
0: and <laughs> rebounded. For the most part. Oh, and now you just shit. fucking, holy crap. What can I do here? Yeah, Does nothing, that work? That nothing. Work have at it. All. Have it. Have it. Let's do that. Does it work? <laughs> that kind of got me some ground here. I'm so screwed. No. Oh, wait. Good. No, I'm still kind of screwed. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> Need a blue one. Oh, thank God. We might have something here. I feel like the happiest day for me
1: Is a future day Son of a bitch That was last second I loved it Where like Arizona has kind of a An entertainment scene That like podcasters Have started to pop up And I don't know Maybe that'll affect like The film industry And the music industry And
0: and I've also kind of shifted A little bit So I As every person Who supports music And knows Loves to just express themselves And whatever i be like fuck this policy about so-and-so politician or whatever Mm -hmm. I used to do that and I started realizing they always just turned out negative and I'm like fuck it I have my views you probably know what my views are I'm not going to tell you about them said the last I don't even know how many months now I'm like no I'm just going to spread things that I fucking like and I'm going to spread positive things and you have your views on politics and I may not agree with them Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into it but I'd rather spread positivity yeah because all this shit is just dividing us and making people feel like shit and you... I want you to see my enthusiasm because that uh, Off Their Heads album was fucking awesome that came out yesterday or uh, what else? I... what's another? I'm like, now all you think it was Off Their Heads Invader <laughs> Zim, that awesome one, or Kevin Smith is making a new movie I, the Jane Tom and Bob reboot I can't
1: even I like, am like, trying to figure reboot. out if I want to put out the the stand-up live cash to go see the
0: the touring show that's the, the only thing movie. though it's like yeah. it's more expensive than watching like three punk shows yeah and it has a two drink <laughs> minimum on top you're like, do I want to drink and pay for like six dollar drinks on top of a $50 uh-huh. ticket yeah. or do I just want to well, just go good. to the theater just do yeah. it that way yeah. I did watch clerks 2 with him in the theater, I should say. Not, like, sitting but up. But at, a, like, where he was there. Yeah. And he uh, did, like, uh, a, that one of the last fun. years I went to Comic-Con San Diego was when Clerks 2 came out. It came out that exact weekend. Oh, that's fun. So, and you could light rail it on San Diego's light rail over to the theater. So I got a ticket, and he did a and a after. Oh, nice. Also, no one ever actually listens. I should put that out there. Because he's like, don't give me your script. I don't want to read it. Blah, 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 And, of course, still, like, five questions in. So I brought my script. Will you read it? And he's like, No. I just he's told like, you. It's like the thing
1: I just said, that thing over you, there. That you
0: ignored completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you still are like holding out hope that he's going to read it. And it's, it's not even because he thinks he might hate it. I think man. the thing that I it's hate the most about
1: people that do that is that they're not listening. Because yeah. if you're listening to Kevin Smith, what you hear is, <laughs> I took out credit cards and I went yes. 30 G's in debt. To, to make clerks. clerks. Like, but it was po- it was possible, and he said this multiple times, that, like, I was going to make Clerks, that it wasn't going to get picked up, and what was going to ha- like, the end game of Clerks was going to be me sitting in my house with my friends, <laughs> with my bullshit grocery store job, yeah. watching a movie just to be like, you ready, ready? Oh, look at that asshole that made this stupid <laughs> movie that no one cares about, like, yeah. just for the, the shits and giggles of the fact that it ever even
0: existed. Yeah, and, and they're not listening.
1: They're just like, "Hey, would you read my?" No, no one read his script, bitch. Like, go. It's a liability make your own reason that movie. he doesn't do it.
0: Yeah, because then if he takes it and then writes a movie and there's even a scene similar, he's like, "He stole my fucking idea." <laughs> yeah. I'm suing him. Yep. It's like, no, he can't do it because you might hold it accountable. Mm-hmm. Even though you seem like a nice person right now, you might hold <laughs> him accountable. <And> there's no <laughs> way
1: he thinks that. There's no way he thinks these are nice Probably. people. Probably. He's like, you motherfuckers, wasting my time. Yeah, I get a paycheck for it, but still, shit. I'll be home with my fucking kid, getting high. But
0: she started including in his career now. Which is so crazy to me. I'm like, you have a really... This sounds weird, I think, from me, but you have a really hot daughter. And you just keep spreading <laughs> pictures of her around the internet across a kind of interesting fan base that you... Are you sure you want her in front of this fan base? He's putting a ton of trust (laughs) in his fucked up
1: fans to not say some shit about his daughter. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm like, I, I'm not even a father, and I still would be like, yeah, I don't know if I put my like really Mm -hmm. attractive daughter in front of this audience. That I feel the same way about Judd
1: Apatow. (laughs) Like his daughters grew up, and he just you know, and they all have their own Instagrams, their own bullshit now. But like he. Talks about like the little festivals and shit that they're doing or the little whatevers and has pictures of them up there. Like, I even posted something at one point and I, I don't know if he either never saw it or if it like pissed him off so he didn't answer or whatever, <laughs> but I was, it was like, I think at the same time, like, I, I had become aware that Maude has her own fucking Instagram and around the same time that I did that Francis Bean Cobain does huh. and I just thought about how like close they are in age and sort of in situations that they were raised with like famous fathers and stuff so I just saw him a message I'm like hey have you ever thought about this like, or a comment on one of his posts have you ever thought about like the similarities between like Maude and Francis and da 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 and there was never a response and I'm always curious if <laughs> that's because I like hit a nerve and he thinks I'm an asshole or if it just never got to him because the ocean of comments but stuff like that interests me
0: uh. Kevin Smith, Mall Rats* my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Is it really? Yes.
1: It's. I mean, it's the most referential one. Like, there's so many. That's true. Too. Just little. I like the video games. Like the what is it? The hockey game he's playing when he first wakes up, and just. <laughs> yes.
0: Hell hot, no <laughs> fury like a woman scorned for Sega. This is the appropriate <laughs> avenue to make that quote too. By the way, on this so show. Good. <laughs> Brody. Brody. Jason Lee, former skateboarder. Fucking. How
1: many careers has Kevin Smith made? <laughs> Jason Lee, Ben Affleck. Right.
0: Fuck. And Matt Damon's coming back as Loki? Or was he Loki? Is he really? Yeah. He's reprising his character from Dogma. In, in... The, in the reboot, to my the knowledge. The reboot? To my knowledge.
1: That's, I watched like, that's the whole why that... YouTube series that he did of like behind-the-scenes bullshit, and I, I didn't That's know. why that
0: scene in the trailer has him in a church.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah,
0: that's a good idea. Because they killed Matt, or Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is, he is... God, I think, killed him. He's, he's, he's Jesus dead, yeah, for sure. Alanis He's Alanis Morissette Morse dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben. Uh, that's playing on nostalgia. <laughs> it's like every chemist with nostalgia. Oh, Batfleck.
1: How we miss you.
0: He's no longer a Batfleck. I don't know who that flick is anymore. No, there's,
1: I, I, what's it, Robert Pattinson, I guess, is the next one they're fucking throwing in? Oh, shit. I can't wait, no, no, I, I'm going on record right now, I can't wait to see ripped Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Like, when he just gets all worked out
0: and he's ready for that fucking role. Was he never ripped in the, uh, Twilight's movies? I mean did any he of us was watch twilight movies but I don't know <laughs> stop it you haven't
1: seen the whole fucking series come on
0: I quit it thankfully have not had a girlfriend oh, stop it anytime those movies came out oh, And it wasn't intentional You have to I didn't They're have, so good <laughs> I didn't have like an embargo of like all right twilight movies coming out no girlfriend <laughs> for this stretch of period Oh. They just now have to I be just want to sit down and do like a commentary
1: <laughs> podcast with you on the entire Twilight series just to get your first impressions from everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, let's do our own riff, ca- riff, riff tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. If you're, you're timing it, hit play now. Alright. <laughs> let's go. Speaking of which,
1: have you ever seen or or taken the time to like set up and watch uh, the whole Wizard of Oz, Pink Floyd thing, Dark Side of the no. Rainbow. Holy shit! I haven't watched Wizard
0: of Oz in years.
1: I mean, first of all, shame on you. You got to watch that. I saw him, I've seen it for three years. That's a great film. I've seen the great
0: and powerful laws more recently than I've seen the actual Wizard of Oz. Oh, is that and that's the fucking Zack thing? Is that no? That was the Sam Raimi oh, directed with, with um, God. What's his name? Green Goblin. There, he played Oz. Well, N- or his son. Oh, uh, James Franco. Yeah, he played. Yeah, yeah, he played Oz. Yeah, you're
1: right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
0: And it had uh, Milis, Milis Kunis. Fuck, she's beautiful. She played what would become the the evil witch of the West.
1: Yeah, that's true. She did. Oh, that's god, right. That because movie. like they didn't show it in the trailers, but when you see it in the movie, like the makeup's just fucking awful. Like it's really god that movie. Now I'm thinking about her transformation.
0: <laughs> it's as bad as when Anakin became Darth Vader. <laughs> no no even before that Annie you're breaking my heart and I'm like what the fuck is That's going on true. here Like, come on Annie what the fuck you're telling me he physically damaged yeah. your heart and so you're gonna die in childbirth suddenly <laughs> to the oh. twins that would become Luke and Leia you know, spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't watched Star Wars Spr- in the last Franny. 20 years <laughs> but I'm just like this is the most outrageous, and even his fight with, with Obi-Wan in the lava, like this whole scene. This you whole have thing done that so, yourself! This is so stupid. Though, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was reading in the last, last month or so, that actually there's an old interview with George Lucas that that actually was his plan 30 some years ago. Like, he, it actually was supposed to be, like, them fighting in, like, in a volcano to, like, oh. Uh. So this fight was supposed to happen like this, but this is so dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the irony being that, like, back in the Indiana Jones days, like, a fight in a volcano would have been badass, but, right. like, for some weird reason, technology just got to a point that I was like, no, I don't think we're, this is okay anymore. I, I think we need to go past
0: this. <laughs> Let's think bigger. Ah, uh, Jar Jar. <laughs> Se- that's Senator Banks to you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, and not everyone accepts this argument, but the Clone Wars animated series kind of did revive and make him a decent character.
1: I've seen a few episodes. Like people have talked it way up, like it's awesome, and but I feel like it's one of those things where the storylines in it are badass, but it's kind of hard for me to grab. Some people onto don't it.
0: accept that argument. <laughs> also. The Clone Wars is the best of the prequels, so if you want to watch anything that's good, that's the only thing that was good, Yeah, was the Clone Wars animated series, and that's because they brought in writers who knew how to write, like even Paul Dini, we can circle this back to Batman, (laughs) Paul Dini wrote episodes of the Clone Wars, known for doing the animated series, known for doing some amazing writing work, (laughs) he created Harley Quinn, Mm. he's co-creator, he created her, writing her, and Mm -hmm. Bruce Timm did the art for her. Oh, okay Or wait Fuck, am I getting that screwed up? Or did No, Bruce Timm is the artist Yeah, Paul Dini helped me he co-created her as the writer Got it So Harley is his baby Good But yeah, Harley. he wrote episodes of Clone Wars Like, it was amazing
1: Does he have an opinion on uh, Suicide Squad And how they decided to, like Whore out Harley Quinn?
0: I, n- he said I follow him on Twitter But I don't remember his comments Or I wasn't paying attention at the time
1: I guess that's I think a hard was, line to walk, because, you know... I think he was more
0: happy that she's being embraced more. A character that came, didn't come from the comics originally, being embraced by not only the comic books now, mm-hmm. but being embraced by the films, even if they're poorly executed on. <laughs> <laughs> that people are embracing her, mm-hmm. his creation. Because I think she was the first character that DC had embraced that was not created in the comics. Really? That they brought into the fictions. Then also, then, then uh, Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond, came was another one. Like Bruce Tim, uh, Dwayne, um, yeah, not Dwayne Peters, he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> Dwayne McDuffie, Dwayne McDuffie, Paul Dini, and Bruce Tim did such fantastic work in the establishment of even recreating characters like. The archetype that people know for Mr. Freeze came from that series oh, wow. and it was adopted by the comics. Like, they liked giving him more of an emotional story mm-hmm. and it was pretty depressing for a kid show <laughs> what they did for Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Like his wife frozen with a rare disease that he was just working to cure and then accidentally created an issue for himself.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> it's really
1: sad. I feel like there was an episode of Batman on Batman where they one of the things I enjoyed the most about it is how they talked about oh how
0: God. you're learning on uh, uh, how like
1: the 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 animated series. One of the things that was great about it that was sort of like underappreciated was how like adult the writing and the storylines were. That yes, these are kids watching this, but these are really like well written, well thought out, well spoken, well acted, like, storylines.
0: Well, and it came from huge fans of the like, mm-hmm. comics. Yeah. They knew their lore. <laughs> that's the real thing at the core. Mm-hmm. They knew these characters in and out. And then they still were able to give them a, their own angle on it that people enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Why well, do I have a warning? What are you going to do to me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was just fucking some shit up a minute ago, but now <laughs> Oh, maybe it's this. Maybe. Um, maybe. That's getting dropped on your head right uh,
0: now. That's... Oh, not get Steve. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, see, yeah.
1: that's what's funny about it. Like, they do actually do moves in the yeah. middle. I have, I've been too focused on the technical. <laughs>
0: <front>. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> we found the game get right. to play for the rest of the episode.
1: <laughs> Our apologies for the first half of the episode
0: to the viewers. Just entering my name. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Also, shit. I believe the patterns are also moves. So if you can line up patterns, like... Oh! I don't think we have at all of it. But... Okay. We'll do I'm
1: weeks. trying to stay, like, too, like, difficulty. Mm. I don't want to, like, puss out completely, but <laughs> this game is fucking hard.
0: <laughs> we're engaging the brain at the same time we're discussing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: Ooh. shit. man Beyond. We need to, you and I, we need to go see fucking Reboot together. Since, since I really just don't know that many people that are, like have maintained as Kevin Smith fans it's nice to have oh, someone God. else in the arena to so,
0: do that I forget which girl cool. one of my ex-girlfriends we watched Tusk and she's like I'm never watching that movie oh, again shit. I'm like it was
1: pretty fucked up I've seen it like four times since the third <laughs> fuck that movie just like was that Justin Long right and, yeah, yeah it's so fascinating
0: it's so screwed like up though you're how in, right how
1: jolting that was the first time you saw the fucking walrus where you're like oh yes so great
0: I still enjoyed yoga hosers I don't know if I just went in with such low expectations but I enjoyed yoga hosers maybe I need to give it another
1: swing I couldn't, I couldn't I got like 20 minutes in and I'm like this is like lazy the Broxies like, is
0: silly well, and I mean Kevin's silly I get that but well the last two movies he wrote while his, on his current uh, stoner do- days <laughs> to be fair yeah, that's true <laughs> he's adopted weed very wholeheartedly um, I still think Red State is his darkest, but most well-written movie.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I don't ever
0: want to watch that one yeah. again. I'm like, this just made me so depressed.
1: Oh, that's, uh, I, I love it, <laughs> But yeah, it was so that good. That sense, too.
0: And so, oh, He did a... So creepy. A
1: q and I think it actually turned into one of, like, his Evening Whists, where he talked about the original ending to, to Red Clark's, State. Oh, Clerks had a dark like, ending, too, or Dante holy dies. Holy shit. Like, basically, it's, like, Biblical. Like, the original ending to Red State was, like, when the horns were going off and put Spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen fucking Red State. When the horns are going off at the end. Yeah. That, like, Michael Parks in. was going to give that same fucking speech and then he was going to, like, you know, call to heaven or whatever. And there yeah. was going to be, like, real fucking angels that came down and, like, like exploded his head and, like, just started God. basically Armageddon. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Kevin, yeah, that's, that's a bit, that's a bit <laughs> much <laughs> for your clout, but I like where your head's at.
0: There we go. Rebound. Damn it! <laughs> yes. That is I think is and like the conversation with John Goodman and what's his name? I'm just like, this is so I mean he's always been a good conversation writer, but I'm like, this is such good oh, conversation. Yes. yes. <laughs> and this isn't even part of your view universe. And I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> oh motherfucker. Yeah, have that. Have some of that. Yeah. Enjoy that!
1: Alright, let's uh, put your perk and smear it!
0: Ah, uh, no, there's no recovery there. <laughs> Dang, there's good stuff coming, too. I
1: was just going to keep that line blowing. Yeah, the Brutusk universe. I
0: have I'm. Um, have the in-action figures from a couple of them. Shut up. I have the Steve it's amazing. Dave. amazing. I have the Steve Dave and Walt, <laughs> the fanboy ones. I have them standing behind a Kevin Smith, fuck you, jersey figure right now on, in my apartment. That's so good. <laughs> I have the whole Mallrats series, and I have the whole... Dogmas series, including the Golgotham, the, the shit demon for those wanting to know for clarity. <laughs> I kept them in their packaging because they're in action figures, so I'm like, I already can't really move them, so they probably look better against the backgrounds of this packaging. <laughs> Except I did take Walt and Steve Dave out. So they're standing free on their own.
1: I wonder sometimes if even with all the, you know, Jersey rebel what what bullshit that I'm sure they... Joke around about his friends and stuff. I wonder if his friends have a genuine, uh, genuine emotional appreciation for how Kevin Smith has fucking helped them succeed. Well,
0: um, even further, Walt's the manager of *Janssont Bob Secret Sash* mm-hmm.
1: and mm. a star of fucking AMC television now. Like, right? how many seasons is that show in? That like show educated. There's no way that all those guys aren't fucking set, and, uh, like right? financially.
0: That show still educated me. I was like, wait, oh, that's so. The whole the Wolverine first originated an issue alright well I'll stop but, but like so in an in issue of the Hulk uh-huh. is when the Wolverine when Wolverine first got introduced yeah. like I'm still like was learning shit from that show yeah. I continually like to learn I don't care what facet it is that's good so documentaries music whatever I continue to just, I mean I already made a reference to Retro it's like I'm listening to video game <laughs> podcasts about history some of it I know some of it's like oh I didn't know that, that yeah one. So I'm still learning about everything. I feel like the learning
1: that I engage in nowadays is less, like, new information (laughs) and more, like, new or or, um, learning from mistakes. Like, there's there's some bands and stuff that I've kind of abandoned over the years or different projects that I've just kind of fallen out of form with for whatever reason. And, like, now that I've lived life away from those things and I've seen how much they actually do mean to me, even with all the things that I may not enjoy specifically about the little nuances of them and things like that, it's making me realize as an older person, it's like, you know, I really need to commit myself more um, fervently to the things that I actually do love and that I actually do care about. I need to be a little bit more of a big boy, like a little more grown up (laughs) about the shit about entertaining and creating that's hard, that's hard to manage or that's hard to, like, deal with. So that's the learning I've been doing lately is trying to be
0: more... Well, now that actually... So that was the other thing I took from my health stuff and GameStop, It's just a different view and philosophy on life. Because it was just like, life's too short to commit to this corporation, and it gives me nothing back. Yeah. So I mean, what if I spent more time doing stuff that I actually care about and enjoy using my time for, rather than investing 55 hours of my week mm-hmm. as a slave to this corporation? <laughs> where like, at my worst, I was, I'd work like a 10 hour, 11 hour day, and I'd go to the Walmart, get a six pack of beer, or Jack and Box, and just oh. block out the world. I just put on, yeah. I wouldn't even play video games. It killed that for me. I would just put on like a movie on Netflix or a movie on Blu-ray and just zone out the world. Like that, I never want to be at that place again. And then I assume you probably
1: won't ever watch this. I'll be comfortable talking about this. <laughs> I have a friend that I've actually kind of fallen out of sorts with, but he went to school Like, we were in bands and stuff when we were teenagers and stuff. he's one of the best guitar players I know. One of the best songwriters I know. Like, he's genuinely a genius. If he would have ever, like, actually sat down recorded his shit and put it out, I'm still convinced it would have, like, shaped and changed Arizona music. Like, really fucking good. But he just never, he was insecure and he just never got to that space. And, um, over the years, he ended up going to school. He ended up getting, like, a degree in, like, medical shit. Like, um, basically being able to do, like, um blood work and stuff like that. And right now, like, he works very, very successfully in the medical industry. However, basically what his life has turned into is he goes to work, does this fucking complex job, makes, you know, fucking six figures, da 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 and comes home every fucking day with, like, a 12-pack or some bullshit, yeah. and just comes home and just drinks it all the fuck away, goes to sleep, and starts over the next That's week good. or day or whatever. And I just sit back and watch that and think, did, not, did, did we really get living. to the end of the rainbow here? Like, is this what was supposed to happen? And I feel like he would say, because how do you, like, how do you admit it at that point? If you feel like you, you realize you've gone the wrong route, he would still defend it and say, oh, yeah, this is it, living the dream. But uh, I, I can't accept that. No, I can't. Jesus, Judas Priest. <laughs> is Holy shit. Uh, but. So it kind of loosely inspires me to, like, not let myself give up. Give in to anything and just stay, you know. Even if it makes me the fucking thirty-eight-year-old, like you know, has been never was rock and roll. I don't know, not a burnout, but just kind of a being a never was is a really complicated thing. And, and
0: so I'm pretty much I say agnostic. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's still possible there is some afterlife. I that's part of just like being open to. Investigating, but uh-huh. in case there's not, fuck, if I'm only living once, I might as well. Now that I've. Especially after GameStop, it's just like, I might as well enjoy more of it Hell yeah. just in case. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing.
1: And the weird thing is, the only, like, religious, I don't know, rebuttal or retort to that would be, eat, drink, and be married for tomorrow we die, da 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 and that's the <laughs> sinner's mentality. And it's like, well, I mean, that's one interpretation of what he might have been I'm trying gone. to say then. Like, Maybe open it up a little bit. Maybe see if there's something else in there. Because the truth is, we're animals. We're like evolved apes, and to to try to treat us as something more godlike or godly than that, I think is error. And it's where religion kind of takes a misstep. Like you are a creature far beneath what you're even <laughs> insinuating that God is. Yeah. So maybe stop trying to be perfect because you because that's not like if we all accept that earth is a place where perfection isn't possible and it's a schoolyard it's a ground for us to like attempt that okay. then stop shoving perfection down my fucking throat yeah. like we're here to learn shit so why don't we try to figure out what we're here to learn and fucking learn it that too and to me that's just life experience like you're here to have experiences so what does you're that gonna- mean it mean, go out. You're going to make and mistakes. Do some shit. Make yeah. mistakes. But Feel guilt. Feel shame, for Christ's sake. Like, that's be, what it's about.
0: And you can be a good person without any religious guidelines, despite what my mother thinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be. I, <laughs> I just threw that under the bus there. Um, <laughs> I never even told her my beliefs. She seems to have assumed my soul needs to be saved. Um. <laughs> I'm like I'm still a good moms. person I'm like trying yeah. to fuck people over yeah. What? I don't see the problem in this uh, Yeah I got a similar ahead. thing My mom's pretty she, It's
1: not that she's a bad person She just has a really specific idea Of what it's yeah. all supposed to be And what it's all supposed to look she's like She's worried and, that if
0: I don't believe in God My soul's not saved no matter how good of a person I am Yeah that's a,
1: um, that's I, a, that's a pretty uh, Christian <laughs> disease. Uh, a, yeah. a, a, a Christian I'm like I'm still being a good person. Disease. I don't know uh.
0: what
1: the fuck that's supposed to fall down.
0: Bullshit. But back to the other thing with your friend. Yeah. Uh, so I never thought, and I still don't think I'm the most socially normal person. But I kind of through this forced myself to be around people, and people approaching me as they're like, yeah. I recognize yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You were at the last three shows I've been at in the pit. It's super cool. Yeah. Like, talking to people, I've become less socially awkward. hmm And I've benefited from that. Yeah. But just getting myself out there helped make me more social. More yep. normalized to it, even though I still think I'm awkward as fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> I still have my moments where I'm like, I'm just going to hang in this corner. Yeah. Or, well, I never hang in a corner. I'm always... Front and center, but I'm not going to always be talking to people. Yeah, and be like, I don't care that there's no one around me. I'm just going to stand here and watch these guys play. Yeah, and it, so I still think I'm a little awkward socially, but I've gotten better. T- yeah, I would have to say, and it's all because I just put myself out there and I'm just like. Okay,
1: and in a similar sense, I think that's one of the things that pushed me to start a podcast. Is it's like the the older I'm getting, and the more like I don't know, I, just, I find myself um retreating. A lot more into my room with my iPad and just, like, alone time. And there's nothing wrong with alone time. you need it. But it was getting, like, so excessive (laughs) that I'm like, oh, do you even have friends anymore? Does anyone know that you fucking exist? And so having the podcast sort of forces me to be social and to talk to people and to have substantive conversations. Conversations with substance. And that's been my
0: general Sunday. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to make that a hiking day. I've been trying to make that a day of I'm going to... Not, I don't have to work on anything if I don't want to. Just relax. Yep. Though the last three months have had really good shows on Sunday nights, for <laughs> whatever reason. Are, yeah. Usually uh-huh. I chose that day because it was usually the quietest day of my days off from work. Yeah. But now it's lately been really popular. For <laughs> like, fuck, I got to make sure I'm back in Phoenix by eight so I can go to Yaka or wherever because Frank's and Dean's is here. Or God, what did I see, me motor scooters fucking coming, <laughs> playing a Sunday show. Ah. Uh, and I'm going to be there because I think they're awesome. But I'm like, damn it, this is my day of, like, I'm going to go hiking and not care if it's mm-hmm. dark when I'm driving home. Uh, uh, but, yep. yeah, no, you need some time to yourself. You're yeah.
1: Really- Self-care is super important, but I'm, I'm bad at it. Which being 38 isn't good because I'm not, I'm not heading into the easy years.
0: Like, it's about to get a whole lot harder to be. And I've expressed this to, I think, a couple of friends I've known that I noticed this in the last year. I seem to be, especially in... Since I started doing concert photography with a real camera, more uh-huh. accepting of failure and rejection. Ooh, like I God. still have that fear of asking a girl. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> me too.
2: Yeah.
0: Like that still exists, and yet I'm like, eh. email a band. Didn't hear anything back. Follow up one more time. Still hear anything. Fuck it. Move on. Like <laughs> I just failed, and I'm like, eh, water. I'm in water on the bridge, whatever. Yeah. Where I'm still like, what if she says no? Yeah. What if? She why can't I apply this to everything else? <laughs> and yet I'm getting used to this in this facet of my life now. Yeah. Why Why isn't the lesson expanding yet? Yeah. Because <laughs> I need it. Well, maybe I don't need it. I'm not dating, but. <laughs> or maybe that's why I'm not dating. Who knows? You can tell me. <laughs> I, I mean. But uh, yeah, I've become more accepting of failure and that I'm going to fail and I'm not going to always have every band being like man, we should have every show Joe at our show taking pictures. Why the fuck did we ignore his emails? It's like, no, I, I understand that some bands are not going to respond to me or even to, like care that I'm taking pictures of them or ever going to post. But when they do reply, it makes it a little more meaningful.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of rejection in trying to even get photo passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, like... Even some smaller bands, were like, dude, they're fucking rad, and I think they're super awesome, and I'm spreading the word of them, and they're not responding to any of my social media posts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we're still going. So, yeah. So uh, we're I don't mean, know what done. time it is. Yeah, I I don't we can know probably. let wrap up here shortly. <laughs> it's like in two hours. Yeah, let me know. Or let me know. Over we're... two hours, huh? <laughs> There's a timer. <laughs> Whenever you're ready to cut
1: it, I'm down. We're cool.
0: But yeah, um, man, what else should we talk about that uh, we haven't talked? We've We've had a good conversation. we it's did, just and enjoyed it, yeah. <laughs> I love
1: that we got you out there. That was my like, one of my main goals was like, who is this fucking And now guy? everyone knows I'm single and not
0: dating. <laughs> it's out there. And yet, ladies, come on. Look
1: at, the, look at the manscaping. Like, this guy is fucking...
0: Just because I shaved today doesn't tier. count. Top <laughs> tier. Top tier.
1: This guy right here. You need to... And if right. you're watching this because of the video games, he likes video games too. Yes. He's fucking into this. Where's the camera? This guy... <laughs> There's a, there's not it's not even like it's hard to get a hold of him. The motherfucker's is on every platform.
0: <laughs> Send him a message. I actually did register a TikTok. No tip pics.
1: That's a fucking fourth date thing. Don't do that. Don't come right out with your goodies, okay? <laughs> you got to be gentle. He's that he's was... out, he's a he's a he's a timid little rabbit. You got to like approach slowly. You got to have the carrot out, you know what I mean? Like yeah, really uh <laughs> uh <laughs> Being single is the fuck That right there is why I'm single. That pitch I just fucking gave for you...
0: Yeah, because I didn't know that was a fourth is, date thing. Is,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Fuck on the first date. You know what I mean? Whatever. Eat a <laughs> drink and be married. Just flush yeah. it all down the toilet. Who gives a shit?
0: I am at that age where I just notice like, so many... Damn you back to school. Like, so many friends have kids and, like, are having babies. And I'm like, fuck. The oh. stereotype of, they're like, you get to an age and then your yep. social media is just everyone's kids. And you're like, mm-hmm. why am I not married? And you're like, but wait, do I want
1: that right now? Know. But even more deeper than that, that not just the why am I not married, but is the fact that I'm not married Excellent. a judgment on me? Like, am yeah. I a failure because I have not accomplished that thing? That fucks up my head all the time. And it's worse that I actually go to church, like once a week <laughs> and shit. So I'm around families and people that made that such a huge priority that they are married and have kids and shit.
0: And it's impossible right. so I'm to like, did I like, just the work? Was I supposed to be? Yeah, exactly. I'm still working on growing my brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a TikTok now. <laughs> do you really? I, I do. I've only got oh, one. Oh yeah. shit! I got a video on there. It's not even of me. <laughs> it's uh, Josh from zombie. Oh, I registered it, and I'm like, I probably should use this. And I mean, it's people singing and stuff. What if I put other people singing that's not me on my TikTok? <laughs> I need to take off. Um, I'm going to start if I just but, lock the door yeah.
1: open. It's, uh, that works for me. It's okay. cooler out yeah, there. Cool. Let's yeah. do that. Right yeah,
0: I'm, I'll lock the door here just keep an eye on Oh, shit, look at that. Oh, again. that's right, because it's... Giving us you the fucking keys. Yeah, every out. shift change, I forgot. There's a reason we started early earlier these days, uh, when we can. <laughs> yeah, I did register a TikTok, because I was like, oh, it's not exactly what I thought it was, but it looks like it's something I might need to have in every show Joe of, at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only thing I know about it, but the I don't keep it up to date if I makes fun of it constantly. So it, I- it is
0: mostly... So I registered it, like, months ago, actually. And then I... Wow. Just like skimmed it and just like a bunch of people singing pop songs of their favorite artists and I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And so I uninstalled it and then I was looking at stuff on it recently. I'm like, fuck, this is something I need to have. But I still am not using it. And like I, I posted a video and then I forgot about it again. <laughs> so I mean,
1: there's too many. There's too many fucking And boys. again, I'm one person. The, uh,
0: I'm sure yeah. if I had like a team, it'd be like, all right, you're managing the TikTok, <laughs> you're managing my Snapchat. Though I guess I should be on my Snapchat, so maybe I should manage that. Alright, you get Facebook instead. How's that? Oh, <laughs> like, if I had a team. <laughs>
1: and yet... I have a Pinterest. You fu- There's a guy in a chair right here that's totally doing your show. Like, that's already way level up from where I'm at. I'm already I'm using so him as a jealous. barometer, I hope
0: he doesn't mind. If I see him laughing at something, I'm like, alright, this is a good thing. Everything odds in a reference
1: I make, I'm like it's like a it's like we're, laughter we're, from a comedy crowd. I'm like, we're, yeah. This we're is connecting great. with at
0: least the YouTube <laughs> crowd that's gonna see this tomorrow. Oh shit. <laughs> or later.
1: Yeah. I feel bad for my people because they just see you and me on a couch just with controllers in our no Oh, they're not what's seeing what's the going feed. up here, yeah. But I don't care, because they part of it's the conversation. Of conversation, so who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a low-level... You know, I, even me, I have no idea what I'm doing with this podcast, so... That's fine. Having, like, these big episodes that seem to go nowhere... Apparently the lessons understand. I've
0: learned from listening to people is just be authentic and do what you want to do, and then...
1: Sincerely? Yeah. I, ha- I mean, since, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat known in and or plugged into the um, local music scene... My big hope is that they see your name attached to this and they're like, I want to get to know fucking Joe because you do do so much for the scene and I feel like you're sort of this mystery. I feel like people just don't even really like know who you are. Which so is, my big goal was just like, let's fucking figure this guy out, man.
0: The funny thing is, so I won't post like, this is where I work, blah, 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 but if you walk up to me and ask me, I'm like, yeah, this is where I work, this is what I do. Like, it's not like I'm a closed book, it's just I don't bring it up unless people bring it up to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, it's not, not public knowledge. It's just no one asked. I've had people go, wait, you have a day job? I only know you from this. I thought, I was so confused on how you afford this. I'm like, yeah, I have a day job. Like most people, like a lot of musicians locally. Yeah, like,
1: like all entertainers. Like, and none of them were just doing without I mean, shit. if you want
0: to help me not have a day job, patreon.com forward slash every Joe There we go. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's like, that's the way it is currently, that's the, yeah. that's even the way it is in the music thing. Totally. A billion percent. It was Pat from Reason Unknown, I think it was, God, was it the launch of my Patreon or something, I think it might have been my Patreon, but he's just like, oh, you're learning a lesson, punk don't pay the bills. And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, That's funny. I definitely have been seeing this. Yeah. This lesson and shit, I should have paid attention in the next block. Oh, oh get it? <laughs> we're good, we're done? Yes, wrap well, it up. We No, he was just oh. mushing about that, but we probably should. It's been, <laughs> this will be our longest episode of every wrong. JoJo. Is it really? Of concerts of Consoles. Oh, I love most, that. Most definitely.
1: I want to see who beats me, who takes you longer? I think the second
0: longest was when <laughs> I was playing Toe Jerry and Earl with Dadado, and we actually finished the game. And so like the conversation kind of died and we were just like oh we're close and so like the last 20 minutes are just us beating the game I, didn't count. I think that's the longest episode to date <laughs>
1: oh shit you're a stud dude
0: <laughs> thank you
1: uh, but, yeah. thank you for giving me your time oh, it's and mine. giving you me your time like, my I pleasure this was, was going to be an off week I was so originally funny.
0: going to be in LA doing group vocals when Reason Unknown. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal uh, but toss, toss. <laughs> yeah so, let them know where they can find you on the internet and in person, any upcoming shows. Um, uh, Show-wise, if you're in
1: Arizona, which I, I guess I'm assuming that you mostly I you probably are. most of are. Um, downtown Mesa, out in front of Gotham City Comics and Collectibles, I play acoustically every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. The irony is, tonight's a Saturday night, and I'm not doing that because I'm going <laughs> to do a show to record video for a friend. But most Saturday nights I'm there. You can find the band Evening the Score. It's all one word E V E N I N G T H E S C O R E on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook at Evening the Score. The album, Farewell Aquarius, is on Spotify, uh, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon Prime, all those fun places. I just put out a documentary film on YouTube. It's called Back to the Berg. If you just find the A Guy, a Car, and a Podcast YouTube channel, Type that in. It's there. Check that out. Uh, And then the podcast. Obviously, a guy, a car, and a podcast. You can find on social media at a guy a car pod, and you can find the actual show. And we started driving a car on this episode too. All that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That I would not be as good at if I wasn't doing that so much. So you're welcome for that whole vomit.
0: (laughs) And then for me, of course, thank you SDR, and you guys for just producing it and helping me here. It's been awesome having this as our home as are again i'm one person but <laughs> also keep up on the every showjocom usually the day after fingers crossed it goes up on youtube on podcast feeds and so you can find it there plus youtube.com slash every show twitch.tv slash every show podcast services whatever you look it's on like eight of them now i need to get it on the spotify i guess uh, it's not hard. I can help you. Too. If they have like all Plus, you can help me by whatever place you're watching or listening by subscribing. So subscribe on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on what podcast service you're listening to it on. That helps. And like I've said like three times, patreon.com forward slash every show, Joe. I need to get better about calling out people's names that are doing that $5 tier. I think Raquel. And I think there's one more. <laughs> that, I need to look at that more. But yeah, that helps me out too. That'll help me replace the second camera that broke that I found out last <laughs> night for every show Joe says go. Though I probably should actually make a real intro to that instead of doing it raw as I go. Damn. And I think that's everything. Next week, we have Tyler from Rundown Roommates from Squared. He's coming through. We're going to live up to his challenge on the meat bag and geo hour to play some Smash Brothers. He challenges me at it. We're going oh, to see how rusty or not rusty I am at it. I was playing with the new character hero from Dragon Quest, but then I also put it down again. So, we'll see how good or bad. I'll bring the GameCube controller adapters. We'll play real Smash Brothers next week. Nice <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, I think that's everything I got to go over. Boom. So until next week, you guys take care. Thank you, Adam. Thank and you, I'm Joe. A-
1: <laughs> Joe Mayer.